What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is the Dizzy Viper himself, Fabian Oberhammer. Yo, yo. What's up? And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor, or working for the man. You can email us info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show, questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, show topic ideas, artist suggestions. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Mm -hmm. Instagram, of course, TikTok, as you could see pre-show there, (laughs) and uh, MoGraph.com. Send us stuff. If you want to hear a particular artist and you want us to try and reach out to them, mm-hmm. or if you want to try and uh, reach out to them, if we're like, hey, yeah, do you know that person? You should help us get them on the show, you know, like yeah. something like that. If you got a question about Cinema 4D or some other type of 3D program, noob, expert, it doesn't matter. We're here to chat about all the things Yep. to help everybody get better together. So we're going to uh, just quickly talk about the week. Uh, do a week wrap up in general. Not too much going on besides camp. Um, camp we're just is kind of getting camp ready. Is the so. focus is the big focus. Yeah. We only got a few more weeks left until camp, and I am we. So I feel, in comparison to last camp, I feel a lot more comfortable two weeks before camp during this one because we've done it before. Mm. You know. Yeah. But there's still so much we've got to do. Um, yeah. uh, biggest thing is, um, so we sent out a couple emails. We still have had some people not sign the the the. There's a there was a COVID the COVID the form. COVID acknowledgement that we've you know updated our stuff. There was probably like ten people or so that haven't signed it. Please, people, read read your dang emails. Ten, you know, that's not too bad. Like, that's not too if, bad. Well, yeah, that's also with me sending out a second email saying, hey, if you're receiving yeah. this, it's because you haven't done that, you know, and I'm sending about to send out a emails. third one. Yeah, sending personal emails, like, yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway, make sure, um, make sure you're checking your emails. You're not only checking the email, if you see it's from camp, make sure and read it as well. Read. <laughs> that, please, we just beg that yeah. you read. Please, please, please read the emails that we send you. So you know how to check the email. Yeah. You just don't know how to We can read see that you've email. checked it. Please yeah. just read it as well. The number it's of people, even, even some of the staff that I'm like, hey, did you read that email? Oh, yeah, I saw it, but I just kind of, you know, you told me everything. Well, I, I, no. I need you to sign the thing. Please sign the yeah. thing. You know, it's hey, just, y- it, if you and know it's anybody. Not, like, here's the thing. Like, we've put the COVID protocols out there. We've put it on social. We've sent two emails and everything. If someone shows up and they don't like they didn't follow it i don't we don't know that what to do suck. other than just to like sorry you gotta go get a covid test i hope it comes back in the next day or so you know yeah that's so, a situation yeah, yeah billy yeah i want. had to dm him because he, <laughs> he's oh i checked the email but i didn't read it <laughs> yeah we uh, if you know people that are going to camp yes Please make sure that they are aware yes. of the situation. We just don't want to have to turn enter. anyone away because they didn't follow exactly. the directions that we explicitly put out there multiple <laughs> right. times. You know, anyway. as long as everybody knows, yeah, everybody knows we will be fine. But yes. just let's all together make sure that everybody knows we're trying to track them down. Yep, we're about to send out max so we uh, are yeah we're gonna messages we are sending <laughs> this so point. this week we're putting together the the 
the I may have said this last week, but it's going to be this week. It's uh, basically the welcome packet for all the campers saying, hey, this is what you should look forward to. You know, uh, uh, make sure and uh, whatchamacallit, like this is the stuff that you should bring. And this is also the stuff that we recommend you bring, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've had a few questions as far as like, should I bring like a sleeping bag? So the, that's the, for me, that's the yeah. biggest thing, you know, because last camp we were all kind of cold, you know, especially those who didn't bring sleeping bags, me particularly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I Yeah. So I even though the linens are uh, supplied this year, if they're anything like last year, because I don't control we don't control that. It's all according to the camp. They could be very thin. So I want everyone right. to be comfortable. So I would recommend bringing a sleeping bag and a and a pillow, even though you still get a pillow. Like I said, I don't know how how comfy those pillows are. So <laughs> get those yeah. the under armor, get those yep. uh like yeah, the the warm yeah under under underwear whatever yeah. they are what i mean are so all they're the so, places super comfy all the cabins are heated you know uh the adventure villain village cabins they have like space heaters throughout and stuff so we're good all the other ones have radiant radiant uh heating floors and stuff so everyone will be comfortable i'm not worried about that i just want to make sure everyone has extra comfort so Jason um, says we're all warm in spider lord's web yes we are we yes. are his eyes we are his yes. eyes <laughs> um oh man camp uh, inside jokes i can't wait i can't wait um inside jokes i hope to be a part of one one day yes one day yeah um uh, i don't know about thermal underwear i don't i'm not bringing thermal underwear with long johns yes long johns <laughs> um i love the under underwear right it's so comfy um you get the undershirt what else what else i feels was like say. The oh yeah so we're we're getting ready and i feel bad because uh so Harry Frank, you know, who works for Maxon uh, over at Red Giant, uh, Red Giant, he lives in Portland. And so we were hitting oh, up yeah. some people. <laughs> we're like, hey, can we send some stuff? That way we don't have to like ship it or whatever. And then I get this notification that uh, so Harry Frank was nice enough to let us, you know, ship stuff to his house. I get this notification from Amazon. It's like 12 gigantic boxes. And I'm like, oh, no, I feel oh. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be so it'll be fun. We got a bunch of swag. We got a bunch of cool stuff. Uh, Make sure and read your emails. The welcome packet is going out this week. Um, And don't be alarmed if you get a text message from us as well, because we're trying out a new service in order to make sure that everyone reads the emails. We're going to send out the email. We're also going to send a text message to everyone saying, hey, just a heads up. Your welcome packet has arrived. Please check your email. Read it. You know, if you haven't done the COVID acknowledgement protocols make sure that this is this is it so anyway mm-hmm. and v- very special thanks to harry for letting us yes thank use you his porch thank you for using his porch yes i we appreciate it very much <clears throat> yeah so uh in the meantime super excited about camp uh couldn't have done it without our sponsors uh big shout out to them we love all our sponsors um our village sponsors uh maxon otoy and video copilot our gold sponsors, Minimal Massive, Grayscale Gorilla, and DeFacto Sound, and our bronze sponsors, A Scripts and School of Motion. So big shout out to all of them. Thank you so much for sponsoring camp and helping keep the ticket prices down. So and getting all the cool swag and the free drinks and blah blah blah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we mentioned this the last time. If y'all are coming to camp, um, if you want to bring a regional beer or whatever, EJ's doing you know a little taste testing or whatever so yeah feel free to bring a regional beer if you would like 
He's they, really he, excited he's about get, that, so please do yeah. that so that he has some beers to show. Yeah, and hopefully, hopefully he can uh, he'll get his uh, uh, <laughs> he'll get his uh, uh, server license for Oregon. We, right. So one stipulation some with the the camp, we said we'll have licensed people, you know, uh, mm-hmm. serving the whole time, and so like four of us, four of the staff have already gotten gone through and done Oregon, you know, uh, uh, alcohol serving licenses. Me being one of them as well, you know. So I think it's kind of funny. So Billy says, great. "Can I can I start a rumor that Video Copilot Nebula will be at camp?" Please do, please do. Yes, um, I think you know, it would be great. I, if, hopefully, if it'll video get back co- to Video Andrew Copilot was at and camp. He'll answer my emails because he's not answering right. my emails. Where Where is Andrew Kramer? Yeah, come on, Kramer. He's just gonna show he up. Okay? He'll just be like, he'll just show up. He just shows up <laughs> out of the blue. Like, yeah. he gets off the bus or out of his car and smoke is. And it's like, oh, I'm here. Yeah, the angels are singing. Yeah, the angels are singing from the heavens. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So we're we're traveling a lot. We're going to LA this week, mm-hmm. getting ready for NAB, and uh, <laughs> so we're kind we're kind of like on the last throws here, getting ready to go to camp. I'm so excited. And, yep. Uh, so we're kind of running out of time. Not much going on. I was spending a little time with my daughter. Played some Fortnite. Yeah. Got some victory royales this weekend. Nice. Feeling good. Trying to trying to build up my character so I can get uh, Rick Sanchez. Oh, that's funny. I'm I'm enjoying uh, I'm enjoying Fortnite, the most recent version. I think they're they're doing some fun things. Yeah. So you know, kind of fun to do with your kid and whatnot. Um, hey, there's a new article uh, called Digital Diversity. It's on MoGraph.com slash news. Mm-hmm. Just a reminder, check that out. We got some articles and stuff on there. This one's the these portraits are great. It's it's um you'll you'll recognize this artist by the Daft Punk uh toys. He he does toy faces of different people like portraits as toys, but he did those two Daft Punk heads that mm-hmm. look kinda like like little toy Daft Punks. Uh they were an NFT. I think they did pretty well in their sale. So uh check that out. This is a great article. Um, also, I don't know if I mentioned there's that Stranger Things article we got up mm-hmm. on there too. So, so check those out. And uh, I don't have much else. We're we're just in full camp mode. So, yeah. that's it right now for the yep. the week wrap up. You know. So, Bobby, and let's talk to you. Yes. First of all, now I did a little research on pronouncing your name and I so I I hope that I got that right when uh-huh. I said Fabian cuz in in yeah. the I, States, yeah, he was people doing say his, Fabian he was doing his his thing and I'm like I'm pretty sure no, it's Fabian that, I've never heard totally... of I've never heard Fabian so f- yeah. so since it's a German name it's Fabian but mm-hmm. like I honestly like I really really don't mind how it's pronounced since it's, it's German and there is no English version of it so Fabian would also be totally right. fine but I appreciate the research gotcha. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes it's hard. I'll, my secret is I'll go to like other videos that people have been in, and I'll listen to yeah. them say, "Hi, my name is," so I can figure it out for the promos. So, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, because I like to try and get it right because I'm really bad with the pronunciations. Oh, but totally, me, me, me too. <laughs> like every time I'm on live stream and some new uh, guy follows, I always try to get it right, and yeah. they also don't care. Right. But I, I totally get what you mean. Like you want to get it right, and you know, it's it's something that makes viewers also feel like more comfortable. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like if I apologize profusely on a regular basis, then people will understand when I <laughs> completely get their name wrong. Yeah, just blanket apology to everybody. Um, so let's go back to the beginning and let's talk about your start 
in 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 art and 3D design and um, before school let's let's talk before school did you have interest in art did you did you notice things in 3D um, what what hooked you and and I guess the main question would be like what was the first thing that you ever saw in this industry that got you going this direction so like originally originally I started music production um, so that that's what I started back in like 2012 probably uh, inspired like I started music production because I was a huge Skrillex fan mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. so I was like you know googling how to make Skrillex music because I didn't know what genre <laughs> Chopping it was and screwing. yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so that was got, what got me into music and later on when I started producing my own uh, albums and tracks um, and releasing them I was looking first of all for cover art but then also for live visuals and mm-hmm. I came across Beeple uh, about his like free stuff but not because mm-hmm. I was looking for visuals actively, but I was watching um, a coffee run from Dead Mouse and Zed, and Zed was mentioning people oh, yeah. to like who was making his show, and I looked at the show True Colors. I was like, "Oh boy, this is insane! I want to do that." So mm-hmm. I got into like how to do 3D stuff and found out about Blender because it was free. Mm-hmm. Uh, I struggled with Blender a lot in the beginning. I'm not gonna lie. Um, cause I, I did not find the interface good or like, it just was a struggle every single time. Was and the outcome what? back in 2.7 era, I think it might even mm. been like 2.61 or something okay. like that. Like yeah. it was, it was real long yeah, ago. It wasn't until um, 2.8 that they really updated that and looks a little, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, yeah. cause back then it, it was a lot harder. It was, so it was 2014, 20, 2014, 2015 when I started mm-hmm. Blender. Um, yeah. so that's, I think it was 2.6 something and I'll use that for one and a half years and really, really struggled. And my, yeah, the outcome also was, you know, like I was like, okay, I shouldn't expect too much cause I'm just starting out, but it just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. Um, so then looking more into people's, uh, artworks and stuff, um, I decided to, uh, to get cinema 4d, which then changed everything within two days. Uh, you know, pull, pulling like three all-nighters, just trying to learn it. Uh, mm-hmm. And it totally worked out um, for about a half a year. And what then really changed everything for 3D was when I got into Octane. Because uh, yeah. it yeah. just was straightforward, easy to use, and looked amazing. Uh, I would say almost from the beginning already. And yeah, since then, always doing everyday is also inspired by people. Um, and... Uh, yeah, slowly, slowly started evolving my own style. Uh, you know, because since I started because of people, I was heavily inspired by people's artwork for about mm-hmm. one and a half years, which was really difficult for me to get out of that. Yeah, which is right. not—it's That's... not a bad thing because I like his art, but I think that you know, developing your own style also is uh, an important thing to do. And I was right. It took a while. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, and the and the kind of things that he makes too are are also fun to make. Exactly. Right? Like space scenes and big. Yeah, it's it's a fun thing. I, I have noticed that a lot of people who do dailies and are inspired by people kind of start that route and then totally. kind of branch off and find their yeah their it's, style. It's, it's always either people or Stuzor style renders that yep. that people mm-hmm. start out with because they're they look awesome. They're not mm-hmm. the most complex things to do. And they teach you very well, um, you know, how, how, how to make things and how to learn stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. As long as you're learning, because that's the point of the, doing the dailies, right? Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you were, uh, you're into uh, Deadmau5, it was funny, the, um, 
the profile icon that you had when we were <laughs> on Skype. I was like, is that Joel? Yeah. And you're like, yeah. So did you watch the streams that we did way back in the day absolutely with Aryev? Yeah, absolutely did. I also talked to David uh, about it a few years ago. It was uh, like... Because I knew David back then already, like not super personal, but we've talked on mm -hmm. Facebook every now and then. Yeah, and then one talk time, to everyone. Yeah, and then and then one time I was like, "Oh, cool, Dead Mouse is live, making C four D stuff." And I'm like, "What is David doing here?" Yeah, <laughs> and and I was like, "Oh, they're doing this with MoGraph." It's, it was so dope to see. Um, I mean, the Dead Mouse streams are always interesting to watch from a music production thing as well, even though I don't mm -hmm. use Ableton, mm -hmm. but uh, just seeing the process and also being super into modular synthesizers mm -hmm. uh just interesting to see his workflow uh and then realizing that he's also into 3d was just cool to see because then you can yeah because how do i how do i set this like on the dead mouse live streams i first that was actually your stream when when mograph was on it uh i i saw how music visuals are actually made so like you know how synced visuals and such are made right which was interesting to see as well yeah he was using at the time you know some playback software and stuff for stage and mm -hmm. we were kind of just doing these 60 frame renders and he yeah. was putting it in and now he's kind of gone to the you know he didn't need us anymore yeah. he, he's gone on to the the real-time stuff yeah. you know he's which using is unreal cool. and which is yeah, very really cool, cool. I mean, I also yeah. gotta, I also yeah. gotta give him huge props for like learning all that stuff because he's decent yeah. Yeah. at everything. Like he knows Houdini, he knows yeah. Cinema 4D, he knows Touch Designer, and like mm -hmm. uh, so much, so much stuff. <laughs> it's, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, he touch, was showing us what he was doing in Touch Designer. The touch oh Designer stuff is incredible. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, fact the way that he had it all synced. He's got, he's got basically, he's got a controller on stage, you know, mm -hmm. that's live adjusting you know the the visuals based on how he's turning he's the doing. knobs and doing everything so it's right. like yeah. it's not only adjusting the music it's also adjusting the visuals so every show is exactly unique. it's cool uh, yeah i've actually seen something similar by um i don't know if you, you know the name max cooper is a dish, name sounds a, familiar. a music sounds artist familiar, who who pretty much yeah. like he uses one controller sort of like mm -hmm. i have a tractor of one that like you have the knobs but you tie them to three different programs at the same time, oh, which is like cool. music, mm. music and visual. And then you pretty much, yeah, it's, you distort the visual with the music together. And it looks really cool when you see it live. Uh, Casper says, Dead Mouse on MoGraph podcast soon. Actually, he already was on yeah, the show. Yeah, he was on the show. Oh, oh really? Go check yeah, it out a, a long ago, time like ago. Three or four. Yeah. Yeah. Way back is before we did video and we actually recorded the yeah, video. Yeah, that was so, like the first one. <laughs> yeah, I think we'll have to like re-release it, like classic. You yeah. know, like have some classic stuff that we re-release. Uh, and like he is so good at that stuff. He showed us like he's got a plugin inside of um, I almost said Audacity in, inside of Ableton mm -hmm. that helps to facilitate. I guess OSC controls or whatever he needs to go into Touch Designer mm -hmm. and. Um, yeah, it, it's amazing all, all he knows. And um, that Serum plugin, though. Dude. Yeah, I love Serum. It's like best all <laughs> so around, good. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's like a Swiss Army knife, yeah. for real. Um, so, and it's easy to yeah, use. Yeah, so. <laughs> That's also. It's very yeah. easy to use. It's got that class. It's You can make that classic dead mouse yeah. with it, too. Oh. Um, so that's interesting, though, that you came in through music. And you know, we always talk about how 
Matt and I always talk about how like a majority of our motion uh-huh. designer friends are musicians. Yeah. It's just kind of it's a natural thing that happens for some reason. And uh, we're always wondering how does the average person hear about MoGraph, whether it's like, you know, through school or something they mm-hmm. saw online. Cause I think it's important to, to know that yeah. actually yeah. Yeah. where people are hearing about this. And, uh, and even when it comes to uh, teens or kids who are into art, you know, how yeah. do they get in? Yeah. How do how do they find out about this industry if that's something they have an interest in? Totally. But, um, so you came in through it this way, mm-hmm. and um, so we're to the point basically now. You got Octane. Mm-hmm. You've 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 uh, had that that GPU render engine <laughs> yeah. revelation that we all have, where it's like, oh my gosh, like this is almost real time. I'm loving this. Feedback. So. Totally. Right. Instant feedback. That was, that was it. Yeah, the that live was viewer it. was yeah. the live viewer was so so uh, like that was changing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That that like interactive render region from Cinema 4D, I I didn't really didn't like that. Yeah, it was fine if you were using only luminant materials and yeah. no GI, and, right? You know, whatever. Right. But it's like yeah. the worst part would be, you know, waiting 15 minutes for a V-ray render just to see if the lighting's okay, <laughs> and then making yeah, a man. little change, and then. Yeah, that's yeah, that's the minutes. thing. Uh, like Octane, like the final render back in the day may not may have only been a little bit faster than some of them, you know, to get them to look super photoreal. But mm-hmm. that instant feedback, like right. that, that was freedom. Sped that was up freedom your right sped up your workflow significantly. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But true. you got you got all of that, and you found out about it through music. But my question is. Besides doing dailies to kind of up your game and your technical skill, what I really like is some of the color and things that you put in mm-hmm. to some of these renders. Thank and you. Where did you get? Where did you kind of study that type of thing? Is it something that comes naturally? Are you look? Are you seeking out inspiration, like color inspiration? So I, I like. I didn't study anything regarding this by any by the way like I didn't go to any school for for arts or actually I went to to school for tourism economics so it's like completely different tourism economics <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow yeah, okay. so uh and um yeah, so no so like I pretty naturally much, you land on yeah I, I, I would say the colors I would say the colors come naturally by yeah. also from inspiration of course because um I mean I do have certain artists that inspire me, but what I do a lot to get inspiration, because I, I'm always really careful because I don't want to copy anyone, mm-hmm. but I want to get inspired. Right. So I have this neat technique that I, that I found in a um, psychology book. Uh, it's pretty much what I do is I go onto art station, look for a certain genre that I want to make. So it's like sci-fi, nature, even like broad stuff like concept art or lighting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just look in the center of the screen and scroll through it as fast as I can to like pick mm-hmm. up shapes and certain colors and, and maybe even like, you know, just like the, seeing the small thumbnails, uh, I get inspiration yeah. for colors, shapes, certain scenery, but without risking to subconsciously copying somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. That's a good idea. I mean, it still happens. That's an interesting thing. It, it still happens sometimes, I got to admit. Um, and when I notice it that I'm like, oh, this looks very, very like similar to this one image that I looked at for a second too long, for example. Yeah. I, just, I, just, I just credit <laughs> yeah. him like inspired by X because uh, it's like the least I can do. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's good. No, that makes sense. 
that makes sense and it doesn't if you're doing it for the practice it doesn't hurt and I would love to bring this back at some point. It's on the list, but rando render that we yeah. used to do where it would say, okay, here's an idea for a daily. Here's a random mm-hmm. idea. Something that I had just put a couple in and didn't really hype this up too much. And, and I would love to do this more is a somebody inspired something. Yeah. So like yeah. do a Blake Catherine inspired toaster. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's like, okay, that it's almost like it's giving you permission to, yeah. Not to plagiarize. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's giving you permission to do that style. Yeah. So that when a client comes and says, Hey, I like this style, can you yeah. do this style? You're like, Of course right. I can do it. Because that's the point of the daily is to do the practice, right? right? So mm-hmm. and I, that's kind of like a license to license to do a style, you know. Yeah. So. And like I'm I mean I'm honestly I'm not trying to not copy somebody because I'm I I'm like saying that they would be mad because I don't think mm-hmm. I mean, there surely are people who would be mad, but it's mm-hmm. more to practice my creativity. Uh, sure. And, right. and I mean, I see I see people rendering, you know, drift renders and broken cars, uh, crediting me down, uh, and I always love to see it. And I would also love to see if it, it if I wasn't credited. It's not something that I only like because somebody mm-hmm. mentioned me for it. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, but it's still super cool to see. And the Viper name. Let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's, that's one simple explanation random name generator <laughs> that's funny uh, really yeah i was um back in t- what was it 2013 um i was doing youtube videos of like gaming stuff like gta funny moments mm-hmm. with a friend of mine um and i used to be called gaming dj which was super cringe now that i think about it <laughs> and and so once I started doing new videos, like better quality, because um, I was recording with a friend called uh, App Zebra, who is a big, quite big channel on YouTube with about half a million uh, subscribers, who is now known as Frainer Design on Instagram, doing daily renders as well. <laughs> uh, and so what I, um, I, I started doing better videos, like taking more time and stuff, and I felt like, okay, this needs a new name, new channel art and everything, and but I didn't know what it was. So I just, you know, used random... YouTube name generator and Dizzy Viper came out. <laughs> See, I completely would have thought it had something to do with the cars. Uh-huh. No, it, it, like, it doesn't. Oh, that's funny. See, I swore, I thought that's what it was the whole time. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, so it's not the cars. You just happen to do a lot of cars. Yeah, no, I've heard that before. People um, think that come from, from Dodge Viper, but uh, it's not. But I've always been into cars, but I've never been like... I've never, because when I started Cinema 4D, I n- didn't know about 3D resor- resources. So I thought everything has to be modeled. Uh, right. That's why I never did cars, because like, they were incredibly yeah. hard to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, but I've always been super into cars. And then um, later on, when I first, you know, Kitbash and then um, also Hum 3D, which do, do like um, incredible 3D car, uh, 3D car models. Uh, and yeah, I started buying some collections, some cars from them, and uh, also, of course, getting free ones from other sites because they're good free models as well. And that's what got mm-hmm. me into car renders, and simply because I had the opportunity to do it. That's These cool. are so great! Yeah. Like I was just scrolling through your one. feed. Thank you. That that one's highly inspired by the post titles from 2017 by Zao. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce it. Zao Yo. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> the obligatory cat. Exactly. Cat. Yeah. Yeah. It makes things just so Homage much so much more cat. aesthetic. <laughs> uh-huh. The green the green cross back here. I see you. <laughs> um, <laughs> there were a couple other ones that I was looking at. Um 
Got that. There was, oh, it's, oh man. Okay, when I was talking about color, there's one in particular uh, that I saw, this one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the Galaxy 3. I love this one. Thank like, you. This one I want a print of. Pinks oh, and blues, man. I'm telling you, they're super man. popular. <laughs> so Been great. Saying it love for the years. Color. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah, this, this um, one, I, I got to give yeah. a, sh- a quick shout out to David for this, cause, to David Ariev, because um, he did this intro for the tri- uh, for a triple eight NFT uh, marketplace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And since I'm working on my own space short movie at the moment, um, uh, which I just started on, uh, I came across this problem with the atmosphere. I mean, I use fog volumes for the atmosphere, but at the same time, he had this luminescent edges. And I, I just was like, how the, how the hell do you do that? And so, yeah, uh, David showed me how to do this, and I'm super thankful for it, <laughs> which nice. uh, it, it added a little bit of extra color to the edges. Yeah, for sure. There was uh, there is one called Floaty Colors. Now, this one was... <laughs> is that the Godray one? This, it's the Godray yeah. one, and man, the colors on this. Let me see if I can find it. This one, I was like, man, I love the color on <laughs> that. It's just great. Love that. Thanks. And the one that you did, I believe, the day before, yeah. too, was this one here. Beautiful. It's called uh, Color Overload. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Love titles the are always straightforward. Because <laughs> I, 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 I always name the everydays when I save for the first time. And sometimes that's like, I don't know what I'm doing yet. <laughs> so yeah. Sometimes they have like some really <laughs> random names on them. That's funny. Now, car-wise, we did talk a little bit about the uh, the car models themselves. Uh, what are you doing as far as paints? Do you have kind of a library? Do yeah. you have some resources for car paint? Yeah, I do. Um, so I do use, depending on what kind of car paint I want, I use either uh, Rate Zero's car paint shader, mm-hmm. uh, which was actually mm-hmm. the first car paint shader I ever had, uh, which started my cars to look good. Yeah, and, it's good uh, stuff. And then also what I do use a lot lately is Smouse's car paint controller. Uh, which is, I believe, available for Redshift as well, but I don't want to spread false information, but I think it's also available for <laughs> yeah. Redshift. And it's essentially a, a huge, like, it's essentially a plugin to create car paint. So you can, like, add uh, diffuse materials, you can add raindrops and everything, but it's all within the controller. And, cool. um, I mean, I don't think, I mean, this mouse car paint shader is a lot more versatile, mm-hmm. but um, it still has some things that, can't do like the rate zero shader so i still use both regularly they're a really good mix between the two and for the other stuff you know like for this scene example you got the street and some plants and things are you doing like quicksel Mm -hmm. Uh, is that your main library Um, yeah so uh, quicksel is my main library for almost so for most of my assets or scans and textures um I'm still a huge, huge fan of RD textures, like uh, Christoph Schindler is, mm-hmm. is incredible. Um, I actually do think that RD textures are probably the best displacement maps out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, also Polygon a lot. Uh, it, also, yeah. it all depends on what, what kind of texture I'm looking for, because, for example, Quixel doesn't have a whole lot of street materials. They have asphalt, but nothing with like the line on it. Uh, so that's what I mostly use Polygon for, for example. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, this one here kind of gives me never-ending story vibes. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, going through the, the gates. Um, uh, what was I going to ask you? Um, that, oh, anybody who is kind of new to this and is looking at doing dailies, you know, I think it's it's good to 
maybe talk a little bit about not being afraid to use models. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally not. Like I, I don't think uh, you know every 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 site where you can get models, they have like a certain readme or something that tells you how you can use them. Mm-hmm. So as long as you read that and know what you're using them for, you you're safe. And you know, even if 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 it says you know you have to credit the artist, just credit it. There's there's yeah. like no harm yeah. to anybody to do that. And uh, there is actually. It's the opposite of that for me because if I credit an artist, I've I've gotten into touch with incredible artists just by crediting them uh, for the models. Yeah, yeah, uh, right. I see that. You know, there was a, f- a few years ago, Beeple was on the Collective podcast. You know, talking about his dailies and how he always felt like he needed to create everything from scratch for mm. like the longest time. Right, and it, it, there was like it, it was basically you know. The, the when the new year hit or whatever or his new his next year of dailies he said i'm going to i'm going to stop making everything myself and i'm going to focus you know more on just the artwork and stuff yeah. you know i'm going to use models i'm not going to i'm not going to model everything myself mm-hmm. and i i feel like his work significantly shifted and became much more about the you know the composition and color and lighting and everything Right. In that yeah. versus just, you know, getting a daily out per se. Totally. You know, if that makes sense. Yeah. Telling the story totally. instead mm-hmm. of worrying about like the little micro Correct. modeling yeah. things that are going to take up all the time. Yeah. yeah that, because that's when he was. That, that's our go ahead. No, I was going to say when he was on this podcast, he was going through and he was modeling buildings, you know, just real quick going through modeling buildings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. like, you know, that, that takes a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what I wanted yeah. to say is um, that uh, I, I get DMs on Instagram all the time asking me, like, you know, do you model everything and stuff? And I'm I'm just saying no. And then I often get the question, why don't you model it? I'm like, uh-huh. I don't enjoy it. I really, really, like, from mm. the deepest mm. point of my body, I hate modeling. <laughs> it's just, I really don't like it. And, um, yeah. Yeah. and you know, the, the art and daily thing is something that I do out of fun. And... Mm. I just don't want my fun to be taken away just to be able to say I modeled this. Totally. Uh, Absolutely. I enjoy modeling, but only when like it's something new, right? Mm -hmm. Like here's a customer with a new product or something and there isn't a model of it. And I do kind of enjoy that. But like if I'm trying to just put out a promo or something, I don't want to sit there and model. I want to get all my stuff done. I want to like... You know, and one of my questions would be like on something like this, which I love this one, <laughs> yeah. uh, Train Twister. Spline wrap? Uh, yeah. yeah. How did you yeah, know yeah. about that? Spline wrap. Spline wrap on a helix. So, That's nice. So this was a model already made then. Yeah. It's like two, it's a model of a locomotive, a lo- model of a, a back trailer. And uh, I just had to, you know, uh, re, not retopo it, but like add a lot of subdivisions on the vertical yeah. side because they were. I was going to say. Because otherwise it wouldn't be so run. So that was a little bit annoying because it was already subdivided. So I had to add like 10 subdivisions mm. to each of the, what is it, like <laughs> each of the subdivisions. So it took me like half an yeah. hour to get them all in. <laughs> but uh, it looks, yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. And I love the, the illustrative look, you know. Thank you. This like, part right here in particular, the red mm-hmm. that, that comes out right here, you know, is that on purpose? Uh, no, I wouldn't <laughs> say so. <laughs> no, it was, it was one of these happy little accidents, I, I'd yeah. say. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I have to think about it because um, 
so I was the just saying because it red... draws the eye perfectly uh-huh. right there, you know. So the red wasn't on purpose, but that whole side lighting of the train is not from the neon lights. Um, it's actually like right. an invisible area light that is lighting yeah. the side a little bit. So it's sort of an yeah. accident. The red thing, the red thing in itself is an accident. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it worked so well on that though. Yeah. But that's happened. That's happened to me quite a few times before. Oh, look at that! Cool. Totally, yeah. and that would not <laughs> happen without the laugh viewer. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. And then people are like, wow, did you do that on purpose? Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, always say that. <laughs> yeah. And I like this with this other train one, too. Is that this? That's not the same train. Uh, no, but, it's yeah, not. But I like think the it's trains. the same wagons in the back. Um, no, it's yeah. actually the, the train on the left is the same train. Um, oh, nice. One. But yeah, I, <laughs> I, I, coming from the, from the car renters, I saw... Uh, I wish I could recall his name. There is an art. No, it's a, a super long uh, lane that, that I don't remember. It's an artist that does incredible train renders, like mm-hmm. mind blowing train renders. And um, I was like, dude, train renders is something I haven't done before. So I recently, just recently, like a few months ago, I started doing train renders every now and then. The only downside of that is that it's really hard to find good models that don't cost an arm, an arm and a leg. Because um, yeah. you know, I I, yeah. I can see paying like a hundred bucks for a good car model, but most of good train models on like Turbo Squid are like three hundred bucks, which is yeah, yeah, re- a lot. Yeah. They know, yeah, <laughs> they know, yeah, yeah. Uh, what about people? Um, people. So depending on what I'm going to do, so for crowds where people mm-hmm. don't have to be super detailed, I use um, a pack called Dosh Low Poly People. Was, uh, by a guy named Dosh, which is essentially like a hundred different models of people with less than, I don't even know, like probably less than a hundred polygons. Mm-hmm. Um, and they work amazing if you put like a subdivision s- surface on them and then yeah, scatter them absolutely. in like millions on your on your plane. It looks super cool. And this render that you're showing right now is from a video mm-hmm. game. It's from Mirror's Edge Mac, Mac Nomad. Uh, which I I don't even know where I found it. Uh, probably like on CG Trader or something. There is a guy who remade some of the models. Uh, well, I don't know if they're like t- taken from the game or uh, just remade, but um, that's Mac. And uh, then there is the all-famous render people, uh, which I think everybody knows, Dennis and yeah. Eric, <laughs> that I use Eric, every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Freaking Eric, man. <laughs> but yeah, most of the time, like I, I do love to use that Mac Nomad model because it's, uh, it looks young, it looks a little grunge and um, just difficult to find models like this and mm. yeah, astronaut models of course as well um, of course. but yeah, most of the models are just random people models that I found online I'm by a, browsing. How much have you spent on models? <laughs> yeah. Oh, like gosh, look, I love that. Look at that color I mean, there is at, l- at least like four grand on Kitbash 3D stuff wow. Uh, wow. and like well, honestly, like I don't spend a whole lot of money on models because uh, whenever I buy a car model, I usually wait until I get a client project for it, oh, okay. uh, and then get that through mm. there and like use <laughs> You're it like, like that. You know what this render couldn't use a car, yeah. <laughs> sort of. But like, I yeah. get clients coming to me like, "Hey, can you render a Pagani for me?" I'm like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. I just have to buy the model." And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, cool, cool." And then yeah. I get the model through that. Uh, because then they sort of pay for part of it. Not for the whole uh-huh. model, of course, but for part of it. And um, that's how I got most of my car models down. Um, and These are the low-poly people back here, right? Exactly, yeah, those are the low-poly yeah. people. Yeah. 
That and I just looked well. up the the Dosh, you know, low poly people. That's a really cool set, and it's like yeah, a hundred and fifty bucks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that that's been mm. worth all the money, honestly. Like, yeah, I use it so much because you know, if you have even if you have a bunch of render people models, you can scatter like two hundred thousand of them around. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, Love that. Thank Where'd you. Where'd you get that model? Uh, the, or the, uh, DeLorean. The DeLorean? Um, that's actually yeah. a Blender model that I had to convert to cinema. But it was a free model also. Nice. I told my wife that's yesterday so that I wanted to get a DeLorean tattoo. Oh, oh that would be cool. Tattoo? Yeah, oh. tattoo. Like, I want to do, do a whole, like, <laughs> leg piece all about time travel and stuff. You know? Yeah. A leg piece. That sounds awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, one, I was saying uh, I was, I'm mm-hmm. getting to the point where uh, Cinema 4D and Octane is life changing enough for me that I'm planning to get like a little Cinema 4D, like half <laughs> Cinema 4D, half Octane logo on my wrist. Yeah, yeah. There you yeah. go. I've always wanted to do something like that. That's not that pays homage to everything in general, yeah. but like isn't too specific in yeah. case like 50 years from now i'm yeah. like why did i do that i mean you know? I, I got yeah but one, i think like i don't know if 50 years from stream. now you won't care like, there you go that 50 one? years from now you won't there care you, you know? know where to move yeah. my hand there we go like yeah. that's there like you a, go. yeah that's like is that a that's my very tesseract? that's my very very okay. first ever render I, I, oh that's oh cool. it is this was the first nice. product that i ever produced when after hitting render <laughs> on any that's program that's funny I that's have a, a I have an old one. school television tattoo on my my oh, that sounds calf. Dope too. Yeah. yeah, with it's got static going on. I originally wanted to do color bars, but I was like a poor college student, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, "That's going to be too much." And I was like, "All right, <laughs> can we do static?" So I make the joke now that it hasn't it doesn't have its digital or analog to digital converter on it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah I was thinking about doing something with like a XYZ <laughs> axis or something. You oh, know, that's also a cool idea. Mm-hmm. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing like I, I wanted to add earlier, just uh, when we were talking about um, models and where to get them, uh, what I really, really want to put on everybody's heart when looking for models, spend time looking for it. Because yeah. um, mm-hmm. I found the most amazing free 3D models, but I had to look for them for an hour. Um, right. Or even even if a model looks bad at first, that's something that I had to. I only learned that like half a year ago. There are certain car models that have like really jagged edges and just look bad. Most of that is just a phone tag thing. Like I, I ma- mm-hmm. somehow I managed oh, to yeah. make like a shitty looking um, Ferrari 488 Pista look mm-hmm. photorealistic just by changing phone tags. And yeah. um, it's like, yeah, just don't be afraid to spend a lot of time looking for certain models because most of the time you'll find them. Yeah, and for for, no, for that's, free that's or cheap true. or just something that you know where you say okay I can I can use that. See, I'm I'm impatient, so I'm like, ah, fine, yeah, fifty bucks turbo squid, fine, yeah, fine. <laughs> See, I what yeah. I do the 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 cost ratio. You know, it's like right. how many hours would it take me to model this? You know, it, versus absolutely. what's the price? You know, yeah, exactly. What's my what's my hourly rate that I'm willing to you know sacrifice in order to model something? And if it's just yeah. cheaper, and I'm like, oh, I couldn't model this in one hour. <laughs> okay, I'll just buy it. Right. I mean, there's also I mean, if you've seen uh, the renders, I, I used a Bugatti Chiron sometimes. Mm-hmm. That's a free model, and um, wow. and it looks super good, and uh, it but it it took about two hours to optimize like to make the materials again 
to get yeah, sure. uh you know maybe even to to i had i remember there was no actually there was the tires looked bad like they were just you know rings and yeah. so i had to bring in my tire shader right. put all the textures on uh new but you know if you get a, an amazing model for free instead of paying 200 bucks for it just mm-hmm. by spending two hours to optimize it i think that's a pretty good deal yeah i agree billy says he has the cloner and the pen tool on his leg yeah that's cool. Is that new? I don't have I seen that. I don't know if I've is seen that it. Is that new? Huh. Uh yeah, and and he was saying earlier, yeah, you you and Billy need to like have like a car face off. <laughs> yeah, car face off. That would be off. sick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, Billy, Billy's work is amazing as well. Like uh yeah. I've yeah. I've only gotten to know him through the get NFT server and I'm I was instantly hooked on his stuff. We're okay, you're doing dailies mm-hmm. and and it is First of all, you got to have some shortcuts like we're talking about, like buying uh, models and things. But how do you come up with ideas sometimes? Because it's got to get... I I can't even write dorpy once a week, (laughs) (laughs) right? And it's like, uh, how do you come up with an idea for a daily every day? Yeah. Uh, Like this one, for example, with the astronaut in space with Coke. Like, this is great. Yeah, it is. Thanks. It really is. Like, where did this idea, how does this start? Do you start with the guy and you're like, oh, I'll make a scene, or do you make a scene and then come up with the idea for the guy? Or uh, it, it all depends on what, what my first idea is. So, like, I don't remember what it was. And I think in this case, it was literally the, the astronaut with the Coke bottle, but I didn't know what he was going to see. So I think, as far as I remember, the original idea was putting him on the moon. But the problem with that was is that the moon surface is too big to, like, make it look like he is far up in the sky. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So yeah, that evolved from there. And um, so yeah, inspiration generally I get either, either I see something in real life that inspires me to do something. For example, the one with the cat uh, and mm-hmm. the pharmacy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that was uh, a few days ago. Frainer design was at my place and it was raining and I had to drive him uh, to the train station and, like that crossing that you see is exactly a crossing that I have right in front of my front door. So I was like, That's Oh, cool. I got to do that. It looks uh, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then also the technique that I explained earlier with art station and looking through thumbnails really quickly, that really helps. Mm-hmm. Like it, it takes about, uh, I mean, for people watching my live stream, they know, um, sometimes I don't have an idea when I start streaming. I'm like, okay, let's just look art station. Da 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 da. And about a minute later, I know what I'm going to do. How often do you, do you stream all of these? Stream? Uh, I stream twice a week. Um, wow. Twice I stream week. on days? Tuesdays and Saturdays. Tuesdays and Saturdays. Yeah. On Twitch. Yeah. Um, is it... Do you feel like you go slower when when you're trying to build while you're on the stream? Yeah, definitely. Because I, I experimented with that years ago, and it was just like, it's fun, but also it like takes you... Like, yeah, it takes longer. Four times as long. Because, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm at a viewer count where I still... I'm able to read all the chats, which is like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like it averages between like 40 and 60. And um, that's still doable reading chat, but it's it's not so much that you can't read it. So it makes it more exhausting again because <laughs> you you have to read everything, mm-hmm. uh, which is, of course, fun, but it, it slows down the workflow. So an everyday that would take me an hour doing it by myself would take me like two and a half on stream. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where you have to decide, okay, am I going to walk through everything I'm doing on the screen and tell people why I'm doing it like a tutorial, mm-hmm. 
or are there going to be moments of silence? It's kind of like you working maybe with some music and people are just hanging out. Yeah. You know, it, it, that's why I kind of stopped doing it for MoGraph. And it's like if I ever decide to just stream messing around in, mm-hmm. in cinema, I'll probably just put it on my personal channel because I don't really know. Like yeah. it, it, it feels like it's it's more of um, a singular like freelance artist kind of thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, totally. But for me, it was actually the other way around because um, I also do YouTube tutorials, but I am mm-hmm. constantly running out of ideas what to do. Mm-hmm. So I figured yeah. the live streaming was a better idea to cover everything and also in real time. Uh, yeah. Because, you know, there are sometimes uh, requests for a tutorial on things that would literally take me 30 seconds to explain. Yeah. Or right. not to explain, yeah, yeah. but to show. It's something that you have to show. Right. Um, yeah. So, like, making a tutorial for that wouldn't make a lo- lot of sense, which is mm-hmm. in the past why I've done the, like, what was the title of the video? Top five tricks to make your renders look better or something like that, where I covered mm-hmm. those, like, small stuff, small things. Mm hmm. Uh, but still, I think, uh, and I know from from my viewers that uh, they they definitely learn the most from the streams and not the tutorials. Yeah, yeah. those short ones would make good TikToks, right? Oh, that's actually a good one. Uh, that's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, you should put them on there. Now, I I've also wanted to ask you about this one here because wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, those are this is called the nightmares. Night nightmare N G H T M R E. Yeah. Uh, how did you come up with this one, and, and does it have a meaning? Uh, it doesn't have a meaning because um, uh, I'm fortunate enough to never have nightmares. Like I, I don't remember having <laughs> a nightmare uh, ever. I mean, yeah, maybe as a kid, but uh, it's just something that. Um, let me think. I feel like I remember the inspiration for this. Uh, it was a. And t- where did you get the model? Uh, the model like- is uh, just a naked Daz man. Okay. <laughs> just, oh, okay. And just you know, crank up the smile as far as you can to make it look creepy. <laughs> oh, okay. And blacken out All the right. eyes. But the the inspiration for this came from, or part of it came from a TikTok a TikTok account that I don't remember the name of. Who does like these super creepy animations? Like they t- they are like ten seconds long, but they're so creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I can check it out because I, I feel like everybody should see this dude because it's it's incredible and I, I i'm sure i just have it somewhere um on my phone um it is called um i just hope i can find this because i don't want to take um, for too long to find this on on the stream well there's a lot of uh there's a lot of scary renders there's like a whole kind of subset mm-hmm. Yeah, people who like to do scary renders. Uh, Luis Miranda's done a bunch of them. Luis, yeah. Well, I think he's he's moving to some other uh, areas. Um, I think I think Luis was kind of exploring that uh, scary stuff in the realm of NFTs, and I think he decided to you know try a couple other things. There's there's um, one on TikTok called Lights Are Off. Yeah, that's That's the one. Really, that's That's the the one. one? Okay, is that it? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Lights Are Off. My brother sent me that one yesterday. It's like super yeah. creepy and yeah, it has like a People black and white like jump It has like a black and white profile picture, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Then that's the one. Uh, that's yep. like yeah. uh, this stuff is insane. It's it's actually really scary. Yeah, because it covers oh. everything that I find scary, which is ma- <laughs> basically either like submechalophobia or or just um, like big things moving super quick. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's some interesting TikToks out there, and I think one of the things with TikTok at first is 
people were f- realizing that it's just not enough to like, oh, I'm just going to upload my renders to this. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. really what it's for. Yeah. yeah. Right. There's a certain thing you got. You either got to do. There's a certain amount of, of like, some, like interactivity that you have to do. Yeah. Or like storytelling and stuff like that. You know, right? But you you almost have you have to be a TikTok user to make TikToks. You yeah. know what I mean? You have to be into it to understand. You can't just, not to right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like to follow the memes and and all of that. I think the ones that are successful are the ones that play off of that. You know, yeah. there's uh, uh, the account Matt that you sent me last week because you know there's yeah. tre- trends and stuff, right? So there's a trend of the guy where the drone is going around him mm-hmm. and he's shaking his butt. You know that guy's and in then Dallas that became a thing. Oh, is he really? He's in Dallas, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. But uh, and then uh, people are playing off of that. So, so somebody made one with Mario. Yeah, and my Mark, daughter, Mark Canatoro Films. You know, yeah, uh, really good. He did a he did a uh, a one like the Mario doing the exact same dance, full fully three D. Yeah. You know, Octane C four D. Really cool. He Millions was, of views. Yeah, he was doing a live stream like a couple weeks ago. And I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is this is the same guy." And I was surprised to find out he was an Octane and C four D user. I was like, <laughs> "Dude, you need to come on the show and yeah. talk to us." He's got like two- tentatively, yeah, tentatively. September twenty seventh, yeah, tentatively, hopefully. So yeah, there yeah. there is also um, there. Yeah. I mean, there's also Tom Coben. Uh, is a well, I love Tom Coben. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, we've his, had him on the his, show. His views, like his views, are also through the roof with his yeah. latest stuff, especially. And also, yeah, uh, if you have seen uh, Rents. Uh, satisfying animation from yes. um, from yep. Corridor Crew with like Gosh, what does it have like two two hundred million views now? Something it's like insane. that. Yeah. It's crazy. It's insane. They they have an automatic following wherever yeah. they go. Yeah, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. But, but uh, also tell us about your collaboration with Ryan Talbot, oh, another oh. Dallas person. Yeah, that was a ton of fun. I mean, I've I've known Ryan for very very long. Like, I think mm-hmm. it's actually like three years. And, um, you know, we've talked on and off about, like, just chatting randomly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we are all in this uh, the Discord server, Get NFT, where it's all about yep. NFTs and stuff. And he's also in there, so we have our Hangouts uh, once a week, and he showed up. And that's how we got more to talk to each other. And it was actually a tweet to one of his uh, renders that asked for a collaboration between me and Ryan. And we were both saying, mm. hey, that's a, you know, what do you think about that? Like, let, let's do something. And I was like, yeah, super down. And so we, we split up the work into the stuff that we can do best, which is um, I'm really bad at rigging. So I was responsible for lighting and scenery. <laughs> and, <laughs> and he was doing the rigging and animation. And yeah, um, it was a whole lot of fun to work with. And, you know, Ryan being the talented person that he is, it was a very nice outcome, I think. I like what he's been doing with, like little robot. Yeah, those yeah. are incredible characters. Yeah, it, it's so good. And tell us about the texturing, because like even at the beginning, it says "except my super rare app," on, uh, like above the tape. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, I don't remember if the super the super rare one was done by Ryan, I think. Uh, but I did all the graffiti in VR actually. Oh, cool. um, oh, really? Yeah. So. Whenever it comes to something like Substance Painter or ZBrush, which I both don't know, don't use, I just go into VR and do it do it there, uh, which cool. is like either Oculus Medium or um, Ske- what is it called? Uh, Gravity Sketch. Uh, mm-hmm. Gravity and, Sketch. And the graffiti was done in um, Kingsbury Graffiti. 
So what I did was just uh, render cool. out a frontal camera view of that building and everything and just start painting on it and then frontal projecting it onto the whole scene. That's super Oh, I was cool. going to say, so can you export from Kingspray Graffiti now? Yeah, you can export it as a PNG. Oh. So you can export it without background, which is super useful. Nice. Or as alpha, so to say. Wow. That's I haven't awesome. played it in a while. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and, and, and they also fixed some of, some of the issues where, um, you know, even if you cover the whole wall in paint, and export it you sometimes had mm-hmm. little holes in it which was really annoying and yeah uh, that, they also fixed all of that so it's a really really cool workflow um for painting stuff that's cool what about the some of the writing on here are there any easter eggs mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah there's like the huge saying like melon was here because like his tag is digital melon yeah um, ah, i like that then there are some some tags speaking about like you know uh, are you NFT yet, or why not? And you should get this, <laughs> and and like super small text everywhere. Um, and and the robot that is used, that is my fellow friend Garrett, uh, which I have kit bashed like a long time ago, and I've made a whole series of him like exploring the world. <laughs> uh, and we decided to use that because it was just a uh, funny, funny thing to use. The Garrett, I think he's kit bashed out of like. He's kitbashed out of um, like four or five different sets of kitbashes, um, which was back when I did my mech kitbashing, so like mm-hmm. war robots and stuff. Wow. That's cool. So um, tell us about, talk about work a little bit. So do you do client work? Yeah. Do you work for somebody? I mean, I've, I've not done uh, client work in a while um, because I've got a lot of other stuff to do. Um things that i cannot talk about unfortunately in public yet sure uh but i can say this that there are things happening that will uh be incredibly revolutionary towards the 3d community in general so it's something to be excited for um but but your day-to-day though is 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 in what uh my day is it in this field or a different field no it's not so i do have a date a part-time day job at my family's Mm -hmm. apartment hotel which is why i studied tourism economics um oh, okay. and that, that I work there in the morning from nine to twelve. Uh and then I have the whole afternoon to spend on client work or dailies or my three D basically. Gotcha. Which is incredibly wow, yeah. relieving. Such a, such a totally different Yeah two I, totally different fields. Honestly I, yeah. I figured out that I needed that because mm-hmm. I started working in a movie studio um a few years ago and that was nine to five. Uh working VFX in Nuke. And it was fun for the first five hours. <laughs> yeah. And and like the next the next six months that I spent there were just uh, exhausting because I came home and I was like, please do not ever show me Cinema 4D again. And I noticed <laughs> that Cinema 4D was the only thing that I ever really loved to do and was passionate about. So I was really scared to lose that passion over yeah. that. And that's why mm-hmm. I quit after six months in the studio. We did we did work on a few really cool projects. For example, uh, something that I can always say like I changed a pillow <laughs> color in Ready Player One. <laughs> uh, and uh, but yeah, it's it's just uh, I I need my fair share of other work than 3D in order to be able to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, did you get a credit for that? Yeah. Uh, no, I didn't. But the pillow studio color did. Change her no, credit. the studio did. I did not. Uh, yeah. I, I went to the movies with all my friends. I was like, look, 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 and then I didn't see my name on there, which was annoying. 
Yeah, uh, but the studio there's was on there's there. all sorts of weird rules about yeah. that too. Like yeah, they only like have so the, much room, or only and, allowed yeah. so many credits per and studio yeah, or something. Definitely, and, and in addition to that, the the time where I did that, I was only an intern at that time, so I totally understand uh, that. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, in terms of work, client work, I do client work generally if I got time. Um, and the amazing thing about my daytime job is that even though I do have time to spend on other things, uh, that covers my bills. So I don't have to take yeah, yeah. a job in order to, uh, to make money. Yeah. Uh, so I only take projects that yeah. I really enjoy and I find interesting. That's a great place to be. Yeah, totally. Like I, yeah. I, I feel very fortunate to do that, to do it that way. And, um, I focused uh, for a while. I focused on stage visuals, which was a lot of fun to do. I worked on shows for Excision, for example, was definitely one of the biggest shows that I worked on, and one of the most fun ones because uh, that like hand syncing to music is something really, really fun to do in my eyes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, did some stuff for for Skrillex uh, and like multiple festivals in general, uh, like not for specific mm-hmm. artists. Um, and um, of course, also a whole load of album covers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any um, anything in particular? Uh, album cover wise, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I did a few covers for Oliver's, who's a, a a dubstep DJ in the label of Disciple, um, which was fun to do. Then I have had, let me think, because uh, it's been a while that I did my last album cover. Um, who else did I do cover art for? Um, various rappers, um, not very known ones, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I did some work for Meek Mill. Um, then, mm. yeah, that's, I think, from the famous people, that's about it. Um, then I also did a co- covers for video games. I've worked on a cover for Banners of Ultras, which is a VR, um, a VR sort of Skyrim-type game. Cool. Uh, which was super fun to to play as well afterwards because I didn't see a whole lot from the game beforehand, mm-hmm. uh, and that was actually funny enough my quickest commission ever because <laughs> uh, they were they were asking me hey can you do this cover and um, I was like yeah sure I actually got time right now let's let's get on a call and uh, so like from the first email that I got from them to the finished product and payment uh, was about three hours. Whoa! It was, Jeez! It was like they—they they basically loved the first version and took it straight away, and it was done in three hours. Wow! Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, and well, that's um, nice. Yeah, that was really cool, and and uh, I'm I'm also really happy with that. Um, Hopefully, you got at least a day rate out of it. I actually don't remember, but I think so. Yeah, um, I, de- yeah. I definitely didn't like. I definitely didn't uh, miss out on anything. That's good. Yeah, it's like I got it done in three hours. I better wait a couple hours before yeah. I send it over. Yeah, <laughs> but honestly, honestly, that's something that I've had to struggle with a lot um, because through daily renders, you get really fast at working. Yeah. So you know, most of my renders don't take more than an hour to make. Uh, yeah, but they're paying. It's about the value. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, how much exactly. time you spend on it. It's, exactly. It's, it's like you know the correct the buttons to push right. in the correct order and you know what the what the whole setup should look like right. versus someone else yeah. who is not as educated you know the classic P- picasso story exactly that you've told before, right the, nap- the napkin. napkin yeah, yeah. That's, that's exactly why i first switched to day rates um which ended up working okay um but mm-hmm. now i'm at a point where i'm pretty much asking a flat for something yeah. and then that includes x amount of revisions 
and every yeah. edition every additional revision costs x you know that, i feel yeah. like that was probably the best uh the best way to do it for me yeah with the dailies first of all do you find that it actually helps to get away from the computer to come up with some of those ideas? Do they come while you were away from the computer? No, most or, of or the time. No, mo- most are on the like I, for most of like when I have an art block and or or don't know what to do, I actually it, it, it's something that forces me to sit in front of the computer. Because mm-hmm. even though I'm total mm-hmm. nerd and I love sitting in front of the computer, I have my days where I don't want to be productive. <laughs> So there are days where I just want to sit on the couch, watch Netflix, and then and then the, the thing comes, oh, wait, my everyday. Uh, okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. And then I have to force myself for those two hours. Um, but I usually am one to two days ahead of schedule, mm-hmm. uh, simply because you, yeah. know, you never know what happens on the day after. You know, there could be something that I just don't have time. Um, yeah. But so that's I, not I was going to ask you about that's that. That's not so, every day. Yeah, no, well, I, I don't go. I don't go by the people uh, method. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. But I do post. And I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. I yeah. feel like that's fine. Yeah, I, I, I would probably just put out really bad renders at some point if I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he does that too. Yeah, but like I, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's. I mean, I, I'm cool with everybody doing that, but I, I just want to put out stuff that I like, enjoy looking at. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, so I do take my time if I have to. Um, yeah. That also includes, for example, if I go away for a week or two, I just have to do two days every day for the two weeks mm-hmm. before that. So I have yeah, 14 yeah. days of posts after that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or I just take my laptop with me, but that has never happened before because I've never left for more than two weeks. <laughs> so yeah, for two yeah. weeks, it's still fine to work ahead. Well, um, that kind of answers this question here. In the, in the chat, you know, do you, do you ever plan? A, well, actually, do, you, we could still ask this question. Do you ever yeah. plan the concept ahead? Like, do you sketch it? Uh, do you rarely, but like, I do. Yeah, like um, an idea, or, or have maybe have an idea, and it's like, okay, let me put that on the list for tomorrow. Yeah, yeah I do that. Something. Uh, occasionally, yeah. If I do get an extra idea, for sure. Uh, I don't sketch yeah. a whole lot. Uh, I mean, I maybe sketch like one in every two hundred projects. Mm-hmm. Um. I do sketch for my for my loops though, or loops or animations. I sketch some stuff out, um, but yeah, usually no. I, since I'm I'm horribly bad at drawing, uh, it wouldn't do any good anyway. <laughs> I feel like. <laughs> do you, do you get burnout on the dailies though? Like, do you uh, have? Are, do you feel like you're? There are some people that are doing this that are like, I'm going to do this until I get tired of it, or I'm going to do this for a month or I'm going to do this for a mm-hmm. year or there's some people that say I'm going to do this the rest of my life I don't mm-hmm. care what like where do you fall um I'm currently saying I want to do it at least to the 10 year mark okay. um that's currently I'm, I'm always I'm almost halfway there uh, so it's like that's also a thing the the longer you do it the less mm-hmm. compromising you get so like if mm-hmm. I just started doing dailies a week ago I would probably say like yeah it doesn't matter if I miss a day um yeah. But since right. I've been doing it for four years now, it's like okay, no, I I just right. cannot miss a day, and and <laughs> that's, I also that's I also me cannot and sobriety, just, and I also just cannot <laughs> stop. <laughs> the only thing that keeps me sober, especially during the past year and a half of pandemic, is the fact that I've been sober for twelve years. <laughs> but yeah, that, that, that's what I mean. It's 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 just the pressure is built onto you by the fact of how long you have been doing it. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's in my, in, at least for me, it doesn't feel like pressure uh, at all. Like it's not, it's not a pressure by the people that gets me on. It's more really, 
Dude, I've been doing this for four years. I can't just stop now. Just some links, real quick, because we want to hear about some of your favorites and uh, and your your influences in the world of media. And uh, I've got some pretty good links here today, actually. Mm-hmm. This is like throwback to when my link segment was good. <laughs> um, we got. Um, all right, so th- this person, Instagram user Antirenus underscore three D. I'll put the link in the show notes because, like I said, I'm bad at pronouncing things. <laughs> this is uh, an Instagram. He actually originally posted this on Facebook, and I forget. I think it was just in the Cinema Four D Facebook group, but it's called CGI Popcorn, and. I've tried to make popcorn before, and it's not easy, especially not. if you want to make it look like it's popping, and, mm-hmm. and there's some Houdini involved if you really want to go that route. But I actually scrolled past this, and I thought it was real popcorn, yeah. and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I was like, this is good. Yeah, did you see it? I, I have seen it. Yeah, I've seen it on Facebook. I was like, I have yeah. never been this mesmerized by popcorn. <laughs> it's like insane. It looks so really good. good. I think I've seen I was it. Like, Are you able to yeah, bring it up? Uh, yeah, I could probably bring it up. It's just so on point, though, uh, because it's such a hard thing to do. And I was like, man, you just like nailed this. Let's see if I can find it it's here. It's really hard to explain um, to people that are not into 3D how hard mm-hmm. it is to make the nor- most normal things. Like, yeah, I, a, lot, a lot of my friends used to think that, for example, clean surfaces is the hardest to do, whereas dirty surfaces yeah. is actually... Because, like, you know, it's hard to clean right. them. So. Yeah. Yeah, this video, it's so wow. good. Yeah, look at that. That's so good. And you got the oils in there and everything. And I was like, I cannot believe it. Such a good job. That's super cool. Um, I'm just looking at what it says down here in the details. Cinema 4D and the tags. After Effects, VFX, O-Toy. So I'm guessing it's Octane. That's all I see in here. Is there no Houdini hashtag? I've, see, I, don't, I see physics and simulation, but I, I feel like that must have been done. In in Houdini, I, I mean that's incredibly probably... complex. Okay, so how break it down? How do you think it's done? Um, well, I kind of, I kind of know because I tried to look it up once and figure out if I could do it, and mm-hmm. then I kind of gave up because I was like, that's that's not going to happen in a timely manner for me. But it it, it was basically kind of flowering, you know, like if you would make a flower bloom. Think about Are it that way, you though? know, or in, in a way, because I you're, feel un- like you're unfolding it. I feel I mean, like you, I you guess could, you could, you could, you could fake it. Yeah, yes. you could fake yeah. it with like a, a, a I mean, you they, could. they, they, they are there so quickly. You could do like right. a scale mm-hmm. up in like a frame Absolutely. or two or yeah, something Maybe like that's that. it. Maybe it's all MoGraph. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. That's what, like, that was my thought too. If I had to do it in cinema, probably I, I would first try to have the corn and the pop popcorn as two models and then use like a shape deformer because yeah. if you look at the popcorn it. yeah. it's all the same there's no yeah it, there's no difference between all the different That's popcorns true. the question is does See, the, the one that i was looking good? i don't know if yeah if the oh, physics yeah, yeah. would look that good mograph might um yeah they are kind of different but see the one that i originally was looking at was actually kind of a, a slow motion popcorn pop Mm-hmm. So that makes sense where you would want to like have mm-hmm. it unfold in slow motion. Sure, so, but you're you're right that you could do this without that. But there's some physics going on for sure. It's beautiful. It's definitely uh, a beautiful yeah. piece. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. 
Um, there, so here's some uh, some other links in the Unreal field. Uh, actually, let me mute this site here uh, <laughs> so we can don't have to watch commercials. But um, <laughs> there is Matthias actually sent me this. This is a uh, a sim plugin for Unreal. It's called Fluid Ninja. If you've never heard of it before, and Ooh. what's different about this is it's all types of fluids right Ooh. so it's like Air. gas water you can do cloud simulations Ooh. for an entire planet and it's like fully interactive it's got li- interactive liquid you can see they did some mud stuff here um there was there's also <laughs> a um, pool of blood <laughs> yeah. but like the interactive gaseous it, how it is absolutely amazing where this is going and and on top of that, uh, it also does snow physics as well. For, fast forward here and show. See, that's what that's what I'm hoping with Embergen. Look at this. You know? Look at that. You can do an entire cloud pattern for a planet. Wow. That's it's insane. Wow. And I don't know where this. I did I did I miss the snow? I feel like I missed the snow, yeah, but there is the snow. Yeah, you somewhere. know the, the day will it? come where you need to have two thirty nine to play Diablo five. There we go. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Look at that. Man, that the crisis so still doesn't run on him. <laughs> but wow. yeah, super cool. So that check cool. that out if you're into Unreal. I, God, that just makes me want to download that just to mess with it. Yeah. You know? And uh, let's see what else do we have here. Um, more Unreal stuff. So two two links here. I think possibly I saw that Ari have shared this one. I'm not sure, but there is uh, a short, I believe called uh irradiation oh yeah irradiation yeah yeah and and so here's a uh entire uh process breakdown uh that talks about unreal and so this entire thing is posted it's definitely worth checking out on how they made any everything i'm learning more and more right now about production in unreal because of brandon's course and just from me and Jeremy trying to go through some of his projects in Unreal to uh-huh. to create promos because we want the promos to be made from Unreal and not from another program because that's the point. Uh-huh. So uh, this whole this whole breakdown is absolutely incredible, and what people are doing with Unreal is so great. I I still, in my personal opinion, I don't <laughs> feel like when I'm in Unreal, that it feels intuitive the way I want it to be yeah. in order to do certain things. Of course, Unreal 5 possibly could completely change that. I, have, mm-hmm. I haven't played with it. I don't know. Uh, but anyway, if you want to check out how this was done, I, I'm really feeling like I want to get into uh, character... Uh, Gosh, that you hair. Know, motion capture <coughs> suits and facial capture. Like This just makes me want to try all of this out. Yeah. Because it looks like so much fun to do. I, I know it's a lot of work, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I would at least love to experiment with it a little bit because it's just getting so mainstream and it's getting uh, used on the reg. For example, um, there is a YouTube channel. He's only got two episodes so far. Uh, number The first one is called My Alter Ego, Ego Unleashed Into the Metaverse. Episode one. He made this character named Xanadu, mm-hmm. and um, 
I'm gonna wait for the commercial to play so that I can like open it up and show you. But essentially, this is a one man band type thing, right? He decided to do like a video blog, all done in Unreal, motion capture, all of that. Unreal, an accent suit, Manus VR Prime gloves. I mean, we're talking the whole character, right? Uh, an iPhone 12. Wow. For the facial motion capture, Maya, ZBrush, Substance Painter, Quixel Megascans, uh, 3D Marketplace assets from all over the place, like CG Trader, Unreal. I mean, everything. One-man band. This is actually, Incredible. this has been around since July. And uh, here we go. This This blows my mind. He did this whole thing, and... It's it's himself, but he also has like a, a computer bot helper guy on the side, which is actually his real life persona doing the motions in the real world. Wow. Um, and and so it's him, and he's talking to the camera, and and he's doing his whole video blog thing. But the environment he's in, he's on the spaceship. Absolutely Crazy. incredible for one man band. I don't know how. There's no way, good way to describe it over audio. <laughs> <laughs> but that looks so mind good too. blowing like a mind it, blowing it's like a second ian hubert yeah right yeah and just this looks absolutely crazy incredible good. i'm looking at this it has six thousand views on youtube i'm like nobody is nobody like following Dude, this yeah. yet and, and it's, it wouldn't insane. be too long for tiktok probably so it wouldn't track mm -hmm. track yeah traction there ah that's so unfortunate he would like he deserves so much more oh yeah he should totally do like like little shorts that would be perfect like yeah. little blogs coming from his spaceship yeah. on tiktok that would be perfect that would be super dope that would be absolutely perfect sort of yeah like a it's just him in a spaceship Jeez. just absolutely incredible absolutely incredible this whole like how long is this thing like nine minutes long wow that's all wow. is that all unreal as well or is that no maya you said right uh, well he said maya but that's the one thing i do not know about i'm assuming that mm. this is rendered in unreal just because mm, i mean I good know. lord but maybe <laughs> not maybe not uh it, it's hard to say but i would like to find out more information i, mean, I do love all those camera moves and stuff like that i, I don't know like uh, yeah i don't know i think it's That's, probably uh, it's hard to say right it's hard because to say, like yeah Either he spent a lot of time on the camera moves and all of that, or it actually made it easier because he could just do these scenes and play with like a ton of camera moves yeah. and see what worked yeah. because it was real time. So he, it doesn't say there. I, I'll have to look into like the notes and things uh, and like comments because I'm wondering if if people in here are are asking about that. Yeah. Do, do you know? Because it doesn't say anything about the render. Do you know is irradiation made in UE5 or UE4? Ooh, that's a that's a good question. That I, I, don't I, I don't know what the interfaces of both. I mean, I know what UE4 roughly looks like, but I don't know how similar UE5 is. And yeah. like, I, I couldn't really tell because it would be interesting to know if UE4 can do that as well, or if you have to have a, a yeah. UE5. I got to look it up and see. I do know that the latest version, uh, gosh, I forget, 4.27 or no. Whatever it is, it's the last four point something version, oh. I believe, that's going to come out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, at this point, it's just a matter of waiting. I should probably download the the trial of Unreal Five because now I'm now that I kind of understand a few things, I kind of want to see if some of my personal things that I don't like coming wow. to an, into it as a 3D animator 
if those things are being fixed or addressed for animators in the next version or mm. not. That's that's what I'm curious about. Mm-hmm. Like somebody who's familiar with Cinema 4D and needs to hop over and do something real time, you know, how comfortable are you going to be? Yeah. That's I mean, there is that's uh, uh, yeah. I don't remember who showed it. I think Almon? No, wasn't a friend of mine Almon? No, it wasn't him who showed it to me. There is a, a little asset that you can get for Unreal Engine to make it look like Cinema 4D, which might also Ooh. be really helpful sometimes. Like not look in the sense of yes. in the sense of all the icons are the same, but everything is where it is. It would be in Cinema 4D, so it's it's a lot right. easier to navigate. For, for for which program? Uh, for Unreal. Oh, okay. for Unreal 4, okay. I think. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not. Or was yeah. it? no? I think actually that was for Unreal 5 already. Somebody did that. So like, it, it, I guess it's just a preset for arranging the windows. Uh, but yeah. it looks like Cinema 4D basically, which could really be helpful for some people wanting to learn it coming from C4D. Yeah, we should get this Absolutely. guy on the show. Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, That's yeah, crazy. I, I, yeah, like sure. I, I honestly don't remember where, where I. First of all, I don't remember where I found the preset, and then I also don't remember who did it. So, like, I have pretty much no information on how to get it. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it's just something to keep an eye on. I, I, I just can't fully jump into Unreal personally right now, but mm-hmm. it's just like just I keep at least opening it. And doing a couple things in it mm-hmm. every once in a while because it's going to get to the point where it's a little bit easier for people mm-hmm. in our industry rather than just, I mean, the game background, like even to open something up right now, it's like the terms, that's something Jeremy, Jeremy and I were talking about, like the terms for everything are such gamer terms yeah. that sometimes is, oh, what is it? What is an actor? You know, yeah. or it's, it's terminology like that we're trying to like translate essentially totally yeah from, true. from one industry to another language barrier on another level yeah it is really like that i uh, got a couple other links three more links here uh number one is the tiktok we talked about earlier mm-hmm. uh so make sure you check the check that out mark Cantor. uh can sorry it's all jumbled into one word yeah it's all right canatoro right sure yeah, yeah. we'll go with that okay and then um there also uh, there's a Whitewater series in Houdini. It is a tutorial on Gumroad. It's only a limited time. I'm going to put that in. If if you are trying to learn about doing things like waterfalls and Houdini, mm-hmm. this is a good one. And then um, I, uh, Kitbash had an article as well that I wanted to mention because it was interesting. And again, TikTok. That that's yeah, everything right I'm, now. I'm right? finding yes. a few so, um, uh, a few really good TikTokers who are just introducing like different houdini nodes and mm-hmm. you know yeah all the other yeah. stuff well there's a tiktoker that did a real cool like looping fly through animation mm-hmm. through the this little city thing and he's done a couple of them i think and uh, they featured him and what he's done because he's using he's using kitbash that's cool items so, that's awesome. so check that out yeah all right let's do some mograph recommends we're gonna ask you some of your favorites and some of these favorites can be like a recent favorite they don't have to be your entire life uh, favorite, uh, unless you want it to be. If you uh, have one particular movie, for example, mm-hmm. that like is your all-time favorite, you can tell us that, or you could tell us something that you just enjoyed recently. Uh, for me, for example, I would say, "What's up?" You I'm going to run to the restroom Matt? while you're doing this. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. 
Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker. Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film. We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews. Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions. We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Gagne, and many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if you love filmmaking as much as we do, tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast. Your, your source, source for, for all things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. I have a little comment on, on a movie that I want to bring up in a second, but let's yeah. start with your favorite movie. Uh, hands down, it's got to be American History X. Um, okay. That's like one of my favorite movies. It I don't know why. Like probably because I've seen it at a certain stage of my life where I sort of let it shape me, <laughs> so to say. So like you know yeah. this whole empathy sort of thing um, that I yeah. that I that I really enjoyed. Um, and then uh, you know the most generic answer also being Pulp Fiction. I uh, really love like that movie <laughs> as well. Um, yeah, and and uh, American History X, I I had on DVD back in the day. That that is a very good one. Yeah, I, that's, I, a, I, that's like a classic staple for sure. Yeah, I I love yeah. that movie. Uh, and then um, also uh, the Sixth Element, no Fifth Element, sorry, <laughs> Sixth Element. Yeah, yeah, Fifth that's Element. That's the sequel. That's the sequel, exactly. Yeah, no, like Fifth Element. I wonder also if that would be it. the sequel. The sixth. They, here's the thing. It's got to be done. If there's a sequel, man. Dude, it's got to be done right. But it's, but the multipass has to look the same. Yeah, the Little <laughs> Dallas multipass. Little Dallas multipass. Right. I think that it would be very very hard to live up to the first one mm. and to not make it cornball or to overdo certain things. That's what they did with Anchorman. Anchorman is such a classic. There are is the most quotable movie of all time, but part two was terrible. I so, don't think I've yeah. seen that movie actually. Anchorman yeah. or Anchorman Two? Uh, both, neither. Uh, I think I've not oh. seen them. Anchorman One is great. Just quote after quote after quote. I could just go on forever <laughs> with the quotes. Well, there you go. I gotta man, watch they, one. For years, I was saying if they do a part two, it's got to be done right. And they did it, and I was like, man, I hope they do it right. And literally, it's the worst movie I've ever <laughs> seen. It, ever. I, I think I think people give too much credit to Anchorman 1. It's an okay movie. Oh, it's classic. It's an okay so movie good. with a ton of very repeatable lines. You know? I'm telling you, but that's why it's good. <laughs> no, that's, that's why it's memorable. That's not what makes it a good movie. <laughs> well... All right. Well, okay. I wanted to bring up this other movie because it's like one of those out in theaters, but also on HBO Max type mm-hmm. things, and it's called Reminiscence. And I don't know if you've seen it on the front page of a couple uh, of you know popular yeah. streaming sites or whatever. Here's the deal: 
the 3D in it, especially at the beginning, is absolutely phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got a lot of people from Westworld in it. It's also got uh, Wolverine, dude. I'm so bad with the names. Um, Wolverine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Here's the thing. <laughs> I was really, really thinking this was going to be a good movie because, A, it's HBO, and they're mm-hmm. a little persnickety. Mm-hmm. B, it's got all these great actors. C, it's Westworld people who worked on this. The acting is really bad. I don't know what it is. Even the main characters, sometimes I feel like some of the lines are a little forced. Mm-hmm. Very cliche. The whole movie feels like a giant cliche. Like, I was really disappointed. I didn't even finish it. I fell asleep. Hmm. I was like, this, like, it had a great start and then it just, like, completely crashed. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, the, the, the cliche, like, oh, I'm looking for somebody. And they show up somewhere and there's a guy and he, he's the big shot in the restaurant or the, mm-hmm. the club sitting in the back with the women. And then, they come in to talk to him, and he's like, shoo, shoo, shoo. And all the half-naked ladies around him have to walk away so he yeah. can, you know. I mean, just way too cliche. So is it, I was, it's like, it, this was, yeah. So is it, like, not good enough to be a good movie, but then at the same time not bad enough to be a trash movie? <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of in there. If you watch it, you'll see what I mean. Yeah, like, I have once to it, it gets to that point with the dude sitting, like, I don't know. I was just like. The acting is just worse and worse, and yeah. the voiceover, the narrative, it's... Because, you know, there are these movies out there, like, like Kung Fury, that are just... Mm-hmm. They're so clean. Oh, but the, the, right. They're so funny and so cool to look at. Just, yeah. like, there's this uh, TV... Uh, this TV... Uh, what's it called? TV station? Or mm-hmm. channel? The channel. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Over here that basically uh, shows old or type c movies all the time like for the whole day mm-hmm. and nice. this is gold like i mean it's all it also shows like the first seasons of star trek which are not bad in my eyes but they have like uh, there's so many trash movies that are so hilarious to look at and like just break down the cgi which is not there basically <laughs> and then uh and then th- it's almost like watching mystery science theater w- w- uh, what is that mm-hmm. I don't, I, three thousand or two two thousand three thousand three thousand mm, right? don't think i know that one yeah it's do they do mystery science? What is no it? MST three K mystery science theater three thousand. Yeah, yeah. I haven't heard of that before, so I don't think so. It, basically, it's these this dude and these little like space robots, and you see their silhouette down in the corner, and they're making fun of C movies. Oh no! All the time. Yeah, I know the format, but I, yeah. I I've never seen it uh, in, in like that. Yeah. Sarah says she wants to watch Free Guy. I think Free Guy is Guy. probably good. Yeah. Um. I will say that I've been meaning to look this up, and I, I just did. Reminiscence got 37% on Rotten Tomatoes. Well, there you go. Yeah, mm. and the audience score was only 39, mm. and, and I, I tend to agree. I, I usually don't pick up on stuff like that, but this in particular was, like, really bad. Yeah. Bad enough to notice. I haven't seen a movie so. in so long. Like, I, I just, I, I don't ever have the time anymore, you know? I watched watched Dogma the other night, I will say. (laughs) So Dogma is not on any streaming service because... It's Dorpy's favorite movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Um, Because uh, uh, good on Kevin Smith, it was a Weinstein movie, you know, Weinstein Company. And so he basically pulled it, you know, because he didn't want it to be... Mm. He didn't want Weinstein to make any money off of it, you know? I wonder if it could be bought. 
Well, I don't know. I'm sure it got popped somehow, but he just up someone. I don't know. It may be him. Just uploaded it to YouTube and like, you know, full HD quality, and you can watch the entire thing. You know. (laughs) But uh, so yeah, the other night I stayed up until like two or three in the morning because I couldn't sleep. I was closing. I was closing Instagram just now. Mm -hmm. This game. Oh my gosh! (laughs) I wanted to. I wanted to comment and say. They say he, I couldn't remember the exact wording of it. They say he carved it from a bigger, uh, from a bigger, (gasps) what was it? What's the, what's the word? Oh, from a bigger. They say he carved it from a bigger bat or something like that. Bat. It was the bat Was it the bat? Because I I think, think, no, he, he carved that bat from a tree. Yeah. No, it was a spoon. It was the spoon. They say he carved it from a bigger spoon. From a bigger spoon. (laughs) Yeah. But that's this, funny. I'm pretty sure that's a Jama Jama pack yeah. right mm-hmm. there. The the little uh yeah, medieval pack. And then the Homer just in the tree. That's pretty good. It's very reminiscent so of Homer well, going into the bushes. Like, yeah. His stuff is so well lit for what it shows. Like, you know, you see these meme pictures, but they're so well done. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's really dope. That's funny. Um all right, so let's go. I was like, where are we? <laughs> Which segment are we in? We're in the MoGraph Recommend segment. Let's go to music. Yeah. Music. This should be good with you, especially here. Oh, like, I listen to everything. Uh, and, like, I know a lot of people who say it just like that, but I actually mean it. Like, I listen from classic over to uh, intelligent dance music, which is, like, Boards of Canada, for example. I love those. Mm-hmm. Um, then over to, like, 90s hip-hop and boom-bop, uh, which is actually what I'm currently producing all the time. Like, I'm still doing some music, and I'm currently super into 90s hip-hop um, and sampling and stuff. And then mm-hmm. also, like, all the spectrum over um, EDM, except for maybe, like, tropical EDM. I don't listen to that stuff. I listen to mainly, like, drum and bass, dubstep, and uh, so many neuro, neuro funk and all that. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I, f- I think all around, like to put it into artists, I feel like my favorite artists are probably Boards of Canada, um, then Ninth Element, who's uh, a producer who does mus- mainly music for Kendrick Lamar, for example. Mm-hmm. Uh, That's going to be the fifth sequel to yeah, the fifth sequel exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, then Dead Mouse. Um, of course. Who else is there? We'll listen to because uh, uh, Rez. Have you listened to Rez? Rez I love her. Rez yeah, good. Rez yeah. is amazing. Uh, still on my list for visuals. So Rez, if you're mm-hmm. watching, please mm-hmm. <laughs> hit me up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and um, let me think. Who is there? That's main, the the main thing, I I guess. Oh, also, um, I absolutely love um, Frank Sinatra, and uh, damn, I forgot the name of him, the trumpet guy. <laughs> uh, what about Armstrong? Armstrong? Yeah, and the uh, um, Gillespie. Armstrong, mm. yeah, and and also I don't know, uh, Emma Fitzgerald. Love that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot. Of, I'm sure I've missed a lot right now. But there is. Do you ever put any influence of of that type of music into EDM tracks? Mm. Like almost like a jazz, jazz influence. Or? Uh, yeah, I put them into my into my sampled uh, '90s hip hop stuff. Like I, I use a lot of uh, '50s and '60s samples to to re- reimagine them, and mm-hmm. that's that's also where I l- probably listen the most to like these old songs, which just fit in very well in that stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, I've seen some TikToks uh, on how a lot of artists go back and, and sample. You see a lot of like the way Daft Punk yeah. sampled old albums. Like mm-hmm. I don't even know how people figure out that they did it because it's not just like they grabbed a sample. It's like they grabbed, they grabbed this a little song, a tiny little bit of it, reversed it. Like, yeah. A split second of it, reversed it, up-pitched it. I'm like, how do you guys figure out that that's what they use? There's a really dope YouTube channel um, that does these... uh, uh, They basically break down a certain song and then show, like, Mm -hmm. how they made it, like, which samples they took and how they cut it and then how they replayed it. So you sort Mm -hmm. of see in in the waveform, okay, that's what they held on to to like get it down and that really helped me to learn how to sample stuff and then like replay it again there's some great music tiktoks out there Mm -hmm. i even like the ones that do like they'll play four versions of something at different pitches and ask you which one's the original and you got to guess that's interesting Mm -hmm. yeah those are fun i'm i'm okay at them i probably get like 80 percent of them Mm -hmm. some of them are really tough they're very very close so one uh, TV show. Uh, just what, for a second, one, one musician that came to my mind, just the last one that I listened a lot to is Venetian Snares. Uh, it's sort of okay. like FX Twin, but a little bit crazier. And that's like mm-hmm. my... <laughs> sometimes I'm just in the mood to listen to that. Uh, but what was the other one? Favorite? Uh, TV show. TV show. Um, yeah. I'm currently watching The Adventures of Gumball. It's like a kid's show. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I love good. that yeah. it's show. Good. It's so funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, it's fun to watch because you, you, you see a lot of the way that they're doing mixed media as yeah. well. And it's like, how do they how are they going about making this? Like, how much of this is like 3D, 2D, 2.5D? Yeah. And, and, but they also, I, I would love to it, know. It's also, like, I think that's the closest show that comes to, like, memes. Like, really mm-hmm. meme TV show. And then they yeah. have these super adult jokes in them. Yeah, is, I was like, say, I so, saw a couple so, TikToks where it's like, this is a kid's show? Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. Like, these really edgy yeah. jokes, and, and uh, yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, and they've always done that. They did that in Looney Tunes. They did that in, like, Animaniacs, the mm-hmm. classic yeah. Animaniacs, yeah. where she's holding prints, you know, yeah. look for prints, and he's like, no, fingerprints. And she's like, uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, and then, they've always done that. Mm-hmm. I think. In- oh, Kevin says the the Adventures of Gumball is good, but oh my Breaking Bad is the best show he's ever seen, <laughs> except maybe The Wire. Okay, oh, good to know. Kevin. I love that ape, by the way. Oh, Kevin, with the little hat. I'm digging that. Um, that ape, though. The ape, yeah. though. Yeah, dude, the no, floor on apes hit twenty three ETH today. Oh, dude, the fucking one force, the yeah. one force thing. I almost got one, but I was thirty seconds late. And didn't get one and now the floor is oh, 1.5 already yeah um but I, these collections which Kevin I actually have to say dude Breaking Bad I think that was pretty good I, I love that show um <laughs> I've, I'm I'm actually thinking of rewatching it soon which would be my fifth one <laughs> jeez uh, because I'm always waiting for like eight to nine months between them because I want to forget all the yeah. boring parts yeah. to rewatch them yeah um then one of my all time favorites prison break unfortunately i feel like that show is not mm. rewatchable because mm-hmm. like a lot of that show is the tension of like oh what's gonna happen next this is yeah. insane and you can't mm. do that again i feel like which is a little when you know what's coming yeah right, right. because like, i, I yeah. know exactly that in the moment when there is this tension i remember what happens 
Yeah. And then that's They're, yeah, like just not rewatchable. And then um, it was shot in Dallas, I think, right? It was, yeah. Yeah, and I then, was working at uh, the studios at Los Colinas when they were shooting it. Oh, mm-hmm. I didn't and, work yeah. for them, but I was working <laughs> was at that same studio. Yeah, that's pretty neat, yeah. though. Yeah, and then I yeah, we had like a, a mini a mini Hollywood and in, in Los Colinas for a while. Ooh. Yeah, back in the day, it kind of fizzled. Yeah, it did with some studios. <laughs> yeah. What was the other one you got? Um. I did. Uh, El Chapo was also a really good show. I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to watch Narcos, but that sort of felt a little too long. I didn't. I didn't. It didn't keep me yeah. watching, especially because most like fifty percent of the conversation in Narcos is in Spanish with subtitles, mm-hmm. which yeah, was a little bit tough. like it, yeah. it works, but it didn't really get me. Mm-hmm. And first season's good. Yeah, like if you can get through it, first season actually really gets good. But then after that, I, I think I stopped watching like a second season in the middle or so. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a different, like it's a different uh, drug lord. Yeah, but it, it was time, it was cool so to it's... see like the connections. That was really. Oh wait, I, I love I love those connection series where you can see like two different series. Like oh, now it connects. That's dope. Yeah, actually, I think the first three seasons. Were were uh, what's his name? Um, uh, damn it! The big drug lord. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know my mind just, is blank right now. Yeah, same here. I want to say um, El Chapo. It's no, not, not El Chapo. Chapo. It's, uh, it's, it's um, no idea. Never seen the him. whole chat. Come on, the chat's got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure the somebody has has it. Drug dealer, um, Kingpin, South America. <sighs> no, no. Uh, Anyone? South Bueller? American. Drug. Everybody's gonna know who it is yeah. when they hear the name, but Pablo I believe Escobar. It was, yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> the first three seasons, I think, were were Escobar. Yeah. So, um, see, Rev got it. I beat you, Rev. All right. Uh, do you listen to podcasts? And if so, uh, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, like not a lot of different ones, but I have uh, some that I listen to a lot. Um, I've recently started listening to this podcast. Uh, or watching it on YouTube. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> yeah. For the past, like, probably like four months now. Um, I've not gotten to see everything, but uh, most of them. Since we met on TikTok. Yeah, a little bit before that, yeah. actually. Cause, um, oh, nice. Yeah, I, I, I didn't watch it as frequently before that, though. I started watching mm-hmm. it more now uh, since the TikTok uh, DMs. But uh, one that I do watch almost every single one is the Impulsive by uh logan paul which oh. uh, um I don't, honestly i don't Matt really watch like, it. i, don't I really hate watch. logan paul the, the thing is i don't i don't <laughs> particularly like him either but i love how they make the podcast like the guests yeah. that they have on and how they make the podcast is just something that i love to watch while just relaxing uh and you know they don't come out every day it's more like one every three weeks so Mm-hmm. there's always like this small little highlight thing and then there is another podcast that i listen to which is a german podcast uh mm-hmm. by a youtuber called cold mirror uh she's a girl who was known for doing harry potter synchronizations like she synchronized the full movies oh yeah uh, like a full wow. one and a half hour huh. movie with complete like you know just stupid stuff which was ridiculous. is it is it similar just to reenacted dear reader 
Yeah, like, sort of. Do you know yeah. Dear Reader? Yeah, yeah, sort okay. of, but but yeah. with more like much much more vulgar and more insider <laughs> jokes. And Dear Dear Reader was the first. Like <laughs> that was the very first one. It was some guy who did an entire voiceover for the first Harry Potter movie, and it is hilarious. It is really really. I gotta funny. watch that one. I I, I haven't seen yeah. the Harry Potter ones. I have seen, I think, did he do a Star Wars one? I think I've seen I, that. I if don't know. If you did. The only one that I've ever known was, you know, the uh, the, the first Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. And in German, there's yeah, there's Cold Mirror, which is basically the, the equivalent of that. And she, the, for example, the, the title of the first movie was Harry Potter and a Stone, which is just like... <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh but yeah and she she has a podcast that uh is uh called five minute harry podcast okay. and it's basically about harry potter but she takes five minutes of the movie for every episode and breaks it down into this smallest detail talking about Jeez. you know into like into like you, you see you see um the what what's his name uh, uh dudley or uh the, mm-hmm. the, the father basically and no. she breaks it down like, Vernon. oh, what? Yeah, Vernon. Like, what type of uh, checkers uh, pattern is it, and who invented it? And like, you know, in mm-hmm. this much detail. That's and, funny. And those five minute podcasts, they usually go for one and a half hours, where she breaks down five minutes. Wow. <laughs> and it's wow. it's just so funny to look at, and that's one that I also really enjoy listening or watching. Because I actually don't listen to any podcast where just there, there, there's just audio. I just watch everything on YouTube. Right. Mm-hmm. And what about plugins besides render engines? Mm-hmm. I was about to say octane scatter, but <laughs> <laughs> um, plugins. Uh, pretty much every plugin from Mark Wilson uh, are hands yeah. down mm-hmm. some of my favorite ones, like Topo Wire, uh, Tripography. Mm-hmm. No, type, what is it called? Tri- Tripogen. Tri- triple uh, yeah, triple yeah, yeah, and Cymax. Is he doing okay? Yeah, I don't know. Is he, around? Is he all right? Anyone uh, heard he from did, him lately? He did a post like a week ago, I think, about something. Oh yeah, I don't remember what it was though. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I thought the same. Like he didn't post anything in a very long time. I knew he got hurt for a while. Yeah. Oh really? I didn't. Yeah. I, didn't, mm-hmm. I, didn't I didn't miss that. Mm-hmm. I, guess. I think a motorcycle accident. It was a oh. hand thing. So yeah. like, he couldn't do. Yeah. I mean. I don't know how an AI gets in an accident. <laughs> we always joke that he's an AI, but uh, I mean, yeah, just haven't with, heard with, much lately. With the types of plugins and how helpful they are, uh, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, because uh, exactly. It, yeah, I mean, he hasn't tweeted in a while, not since last year. Yeah, hmm. and then is your recording still good? Is your recording still yeah, good? Yeah, um, everybody. I'm good on my okay, yep. just checking. I heard a little blip. I couldn't tell. If it might me. just be Skype. <laughs> um, the uh, the next one is when you're on your phone. What is your go-to app? Oh, I, muscle I just, memory. Yeah, I switch all the time between like Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all the time. Like on a, you know, if there's, I scroll through Instagram and then, you know, answer all my DMs. Once I'm done with that, I'm in, instantly mm-hmm. going to Twitter, looking, checking what's up there, and then to TikTok, and then it starts all over again. <laughs> yeah, because uh, by the time you get through all of those. You've got comments and things on the first app again. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do take. I'm not on my phone all the time. It's. It's maybe two hours, three hours a day. But still, like I, I those are the three go-to apps that I'm always. It beats my on. eight hours a day. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not not that long on my that's phone. A, that's a bit. It's um, mm-hmm. a bit much. I think I have my screen time at like yeah. two to three hours a day. Yeah. Yeah. 
What about uh, video games? What's your favorite video game? Oh, I have a fun story about that, actually. Um, I, I Actually, I used to be a pro Rocket League player. Really? Yeah, really? I used to play in DSL for a couple of months. Um, wow. That was like... And that's like, my... I'm putting a team together. You want to yeah. come... <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm real bad. I'm, I'm real bad. I, I, I can't block an, to save my life. I've not played the game in a few months, but um, yeah, I've, I've invested like I think I'm close to like five thousand hours in that game now. Wow, jeez. Um, but yeah, that was. Yeah, I haven't paid anything stuff. for that game. Oh yeah, I do. I, I'm not using any toppers mm-hmm. or anything, but yeah, I have. I think I have like. Yeah, I have everything unlocked. Yeah, all the dead mouse wow. stuff. Dead mouse car. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised that he yeah. did, doesn't have any music in the game yet. Right? Yeah, because right. he has, like, Maybe he has in music one. in Dota, he has music in Diablo. It's like, <laughs> um, yeah, he played that a lot online back in the day. Has yeah. he been streaming much lately? Uh, I haven't, I haven't I Honestly, I haven't, I haven't uh, caught up with his streams ever since he switched to Mixer. Because I stopped watching when he switched uh, to Mixer. And only like saw some parts on YouTube again, so I don't know. Uh, so he's not on Twitch. That's why I haven't. No, been like he's not on Twitch anymore. So I don't. I don't know. Uh, maybe, probably streams on his own site. Like li- does, does mm-hmm. life.deadmouse.com still exist? Maybe know. I'm not sure. Because he used to be on streaming all the time, and I would oh, just yeah. put him on. He'd be up in the studio or or whatever. I need to check and see. Yeah. Uh, the last one. This is the tough one. Mitch Myers. Uh, his his answer to this is you turn. The toaster on its side for some bomb ass grilled cheese and that is <laughs> what is your favorite life hack and it doesn't have to be something like that it could be a valuable life hack or it could be something silly like the toaster yeah so like i, I thought about that for a while because i'm sure i have some but i i just couldn't really come up with something except for that life hack with the inspiration from art station that i was mentioning earlier i think that's probably like my one of my biggest life hacks yeah in terms of you that know seems like getting creative and and so on but yeah like other life hacks i was thinking about this for a while and i i just didn't really really come up with something cuz i it's either <laughs> something i do subconsciously or i really don't have a life hack <laughs> <laughs> well that that deal that you do with the uh with the thumbnails and the things i think that's a pretty good one yeah it it really helps out like yeah. uh, i th- i think people who don't do this underestimate how quickly it works yeah yeah all right matt i'm ready are you ready to do the drop let's do it let's drop. do it drop. Drop, drop, drop. is this the fucking mic drop. this is exactly what i should be doing what's up and welcome to this week's episode of the drop your weekly source for all things nft and crypto art as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. I'm Matt Milstead. Joining me, as always, is Dave Koss. And joining us this week, Fabian Oberhammer, the Dizzy Viper himself. Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. Let's All right. see. Uh, a couple things before we get into the, the drops yes. of the week. Yes. I just had a couple notes. Uh, first of all, tell us what happened here. You won one of oh. Blake's keys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I was super, yeah. So last week, you know, last week we had a bunch of like really good artists on, or there was a bunch, not we, like we own Nifty Gateway, but there were a bunch of good artists, you know, on Nifty Gateway doing drops. And the cool thing is like, so uh, Shams did a drop, I think it was Monday and it was like a drawing, you know, um, and I, it was, so 
I'll get into this in a second way. Anyway, so uh, uh, someone bought one of her pieces and immediately put it up on the uh, the marketplace. You know, they won it for a dollar and had it listed for like seven fifty. So I swiped that up real quick. You know, mm-hmm. which is cool. So um, I got one of Sham's pieces, and then um, uh, you know, so Blake Catherine had a drawing you know, for one of her pieces and it was only 300 bucks, you know? So I was like, Oh, sure. And you get to enter for as many pieces, you know, you get one entry for every piece of theirs that you own. So I was able to do three entries, Mm -hmm. you know, because you transferred me the, uh, the other piece. The other one. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, I was super excited. I actually won one of the 25, which was awesome. So, uh, yeah. yeah, very exciting. So, yeah, we've got it listed for nine thousand dollars. If anyone wants to buy it, you know that's a good flip. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's mm-hmm. that's. I mean, uh, Blake's Blake's my favorite artist, and I I don't list anything for what I don't you know for anything less than what I think they're worth. Well, you must have been right. excited for last week yeah. then with her on the stream. I was. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because like uh, our guest who we originally had. Um, had to cancel at the last minute. I was like, let's get Blake on because she's doing a drop that very next week. Yeah. You know, that'll be good. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. Um, a couple other notes. I'll put this in the show notes if you want to check this out. But Paris Hilton is on yeah. Jimmy Fallon yep. and talking about NFTs. And like we talked about last week, she's incredibly knowledgeable on the subject. You yeah. know, it's not the the usual, oh, yeah, something, something NFT. And then, then you know, it's just a quick money grab thing like she's really into this totally. stuff mm-hmm. and so That's... when he said what is an nft and the audience <laughs> like mm-hmm. two people knew what it was yeah she was ap- actually able to like bust it out and explain exactly yeah. what it is you know uh and of course the first thing he said well i know people i know people, people does. guy he does yeah he did like yeah. 300 in one thing and it's like uh jimmy kimmel or uh jimmy fallon, fallon whatever uh yeah. it was like five thousand. Not it was a little bit yeah. more give him a little yeah. bit more credit than that 300 so, and then uh also i i did hear that uh the playing cards thing that andy needham yeah. sent us last week did really well too yeah and, and i asked him about fun. maybe coming and talking to us about that at some point yeah or something on the That's show super cool. cool yeah so so anyway uh, uh yeah i will open up my my little uh, feed dingus here cool. so I can click on the links and you can tell us what's going on this week. So, um, one thing that's kind of bugged me, you know, and I, I get it, you know, so they're doing, uh, Nifty's doing this secondary summer slam or whatever, and they're rewarding some of the biggest collectors and stuff like that with people's pieces and stuff. This is, and it's, it's it's sad, you know. I part of me, what? whatever. Part of me is just uh, uh, being upset that I'm a poor person, right? That <laughs> I I okay. I don't have money to invest millions of dollars into NFTs, you know. So they're not rewarding me. They're only rewarding, you know. They're like rewarding the one percent for being one percent, you know, or something like that. I don't know. It's that 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 struck me really weird. Where it's like, okay, some of the biggest collectors, we're going to be rewarding some of the biggest collectors in Nifty, you know, with our Summer Slam, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, that's what's going on the, the next couple days on Nifty's drops, you know. And Secondary I, Summer Slam. Yeah. 
It's uh, the triple S. The triple S. <laughs> so anyway, um, you know, they're rewarding their collectors and stuff, which is cool, I guess. You know, it's weird that they it's pretty that good, going I guess. through, you know, nifty. So if like your spender rank is like 150 to one, you know, if you're one of the top 150 to spend money, you get cool mm. stuff, which That's is awesome. fine. I okay. see. I see. It's like rewards points. Is it sort of like, right. like the thing that uh, Super yeah. Rare did with their Rare coin? Is that what they did? Uh, yeah, they had like uh, they they had their Super Rare coin launch. Like I don't know, like was it a week ago or so? And mm-hmm. if you if you were a collector or an artist, even uh, you get like a certain amount of Rare coins. Uh, and through that through that huge drop, um, it also rose rose right. I saw it, the price it rise of, in value yeah. a lot. And like there, yeah. I, I saw mm. tweets of people getting like half a million bucks from them, like just like That's that. That's insane! Oh my gosh! That is insane! Gosh. Anyway, right. so I so, wish I had more money to invest in <laughs> yeah. Yeah. NFTs so that I could get more NFTs be given to me. Or you mm-hmm. know, I wish I was rich. I, I feel like the richer you get, was the a little bit easier it is to get baller. more rich. Yeah, yeah. you know, definitely, it's true. So it's very true. Anyway, um, that's uh, the next few days. <laughs> you got to make money to make money. Right. Um, and mm. then there's a few more drops this week. Um, on the 26th, we've got two, there are two drops on Nifty. Paul Malinsky. Um, I like this. I like this artist a lot. Ooh. It's like a, 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 some of the environmental mixed with uh, interior renderings and stuff like that. Uh, really, really good stuff. I, I I enjoy this one. He's been on Nifty before. I no? I don't know. I don't know. But really pretty. Some stuff. of it kind of looked familiar. I thought yeah. maybe that was. Yeah. Well, you know the yeah. exterior interior design stuff. You know it's very popular right now. Yeah. Um, that same day you've got a artist named Nate Hill, uh, doing a drop. Nate is a photographer who does uh, very, very pretty uh, photography, uh, doing a drop on Nifty that day as well. Oh, okay. So um, this is not a render. Ooh. That is not a render. Nope. Okay. That is IRL. Cool, cool to see. Uh, then on the 27th, uh, an artist by the name of Skygulp. I, I don't know if I'm saying that correct. Skygulp. So, I've done a couple of drops on Nifty so far. Um, I just put the Nifty thing so you can see kind of their work and stuff, you know, yeah. because I don't know, you know, I... I I wanted to show off their work, but uh, they didn't post anything right. on Twitter. Some of these people who are doing later posts and stuff, like they do the drop for the week, Nifty posts it on Twitter, but then some of the artists don't post it until the day before. So it makes it mm-hmm. difficult for us to be able to show them off. Um, then on the 28th, you've got Raf Grassetti uh, doing Ooh, a drop. Beautiful. Oh, man. Yes. Nice. Beautiful work. Yes. I absolutely wow. love this stuff. So this Man. this one is actually my favorite of the week. You know, if I was going to pick one up, right? Incredible. If I was going to pick one up, I would pick incredible. up one of these cuz yeah. it is it's Man. gorgeous. Of so course, any information you know, on that, like how it's I, I, I could be wrong on, you know, which ones to pick up because I picked up one that I absolutely loved. I th- it's one of my favorite pieces that I own and it's worth like 50 bucks and I paid <laughs> 12.50 for it. Hey, but you know? what's important, Matt, is that you like it. It's yeah. true. 
It's true. I need yeah. to get like a screen or something so that I can, or maybe just display some of my NFTs in the back on that one. Ooh, I, I could get one where I could turn it sideways so I'd have, you know, oh uh, yeah, have that big uh, yeah. TV back there. Oh, yeah. that looked nice. That looks super nice. Yeah. Dang it's it. important that you like right. it, Matt. I wish, I wish <laughs> Infinite Objects advice made, from Doofus like, Rick. I, I wish Infinite Objects made, like, big, big frames. Yeah. That would be dope. Yeah. The biggest thing, like, I, I feel yeah. like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they could make something really thin, you know, mm-hmm. that, like, runs on, like, an external source or something. So you could just run a cable through a wall, but it's, like, Or it has super, a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, or has a Raspberry Pi or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So that would be cool. Talk to people about that. Um, <laughs> let's see. So uh, on the 29th, uh, an artist by the name of Clarins uh, is doing Clarins. a drop. Um, yeah, I don't know. Super rainbowy, fun stuff. Mm. Are these recreations of certain? Th- I don't know. I mean, that one right I honestly there don't know. Yeah, I mean, like... that's a scream. And then you got some yeah. apes down there, which, you know, whatever. Right. So, Got a little Joker thing going little on Joker here. Joker thing. Yeah. I don't know. It's so, it looks yeah. really appealing, though. Uh, yeah. I can see this going very well. Yeah. 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 The uh, uh, I do like that Nifty is starting to, you know, only do one artist a day, one to two artists a day, which is good. You know, Wait, they're did, on the right track that did way. Did they do it differently sometime? Like, did they do more? Oh, my gosh. During the big thing in March and whatever, like the big NFT drops, they were dropping... Three, four artists a day. Oh my god! You know, staggered yeah, uh, drops and stuff, and their website couldn't keep up. Yeah, it, it was awful. It was awful. So, uh, let's see. Next up uh, on Maker's Place um, uh, today, actually in a few hours, Urs Fisher is doing another drop. Uh, one day oh, when yeah. I'm rich, I'm going to pick up another one of. Uh, I'm going to pick up one of Urs Urs uh, mm-hmm. pieces because uh, I I I don't know. I wasn't sure about their pieces like when we first started like reporting on them or whatever, but now I just I I just love them. I think they're great, you know. But they go for like ten grand, you know. I have ten grand to yeah. spend on that, but it's I I I just I just love their work. So I got an extra ten grand. Yeah. I could really use a painting of uh, a sure pacifier. could go for ten thousand no tacos how, right you now. You have no idea how much I want to be able to say that sometime. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. I need like I just have this craving for like kind of an artsy looking yeah. gun. I sure you could know, go clipping for through a feather and a a uh <laughs> a pixelated picture of a punk rocker. Yes. I've absolutely. got a spare $300,000. <laughs> Who else we got? Let's see. On the 25th, uh, uh, Vaccine. I, th- I, believe- uh, I see what you yeah. did there. I see what you did there. So, vaccine. Uh, Legends Only Los Angeles. V-A-K. This is a, yeah, V-A-K-S-E-E-N. So, uh, different oh. like, you know, Super colorful artists and stuff like that. I don't know. I, I, I dig it. I love the colors. So uh, next up, I, I, I'm not sure about this next one. Y'all tell All me right. what you think about this. Because I think, okay, so uh, Yi Ying Lu, I believe is how you say it. I Or Lu, I could be saying that completely wrong. Makers of Magic. So I believe this person is a... Uh, 
was a collector turned artist. I could be way wrong on that. Don't quote me on this. Mm. But that that's all they show. And oh, uh, yeah, I I feel well, that's I, it. Yeah, oh. I I don't know. So Let me see, yeah, uh, award winning artist. She was named a Fast Company's most creative people in business. But I don't feel. I like want to see that, it. Yeah, I don't feel like that I really. See it like that. No, I I could What's create coming? that in like a minute and a but half. But is that the hmm. piece or is that a preview? I have no idea. I feel idea. like that's just I a have preview. No idea. But still, I, I think that's a preview. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it yeah. was, it I don't was wanna, an animated I, version of her logo, right? Was that it? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, I think it's maybe it's just the trailer. But Anyway. So, yeah, there's it just that. never says. So you, it's just hard to know. Yeah. You know? So then there's uh, on the 27th. Uh, this is besides Urs Fisher, uh, Ron English on the 27th. This is another one that I'm 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 excited to see how much it goes for. So, um, do you know this reference, Dave, back from the, the eighties or whatever? Hi, how are you? It was, um, yeah, yes, yes. The, uh, okay. Yeah. Is this Uh, from the, it was a magazine. Am I getting that right? It was, it was, um, an artist, uh, a musician, uh, named Daniel Johnston, um, who, he did the the illustrations for that magazine, right? It I, was like, I'm not sure. God, what was it called? So this album, I How Old Are You, was you know one of his uh, his like first albums or something. He was an Austin uh, musician who suffered heavily from like different psychosis and some. I, I don't know. Hmm. So. He became very popular when uh, Kurt Cobain apparently wore a shirt with the "Hi, how are you?" thing on it. Mm, and became very yeah. popular. So um, this artist, he, he died in uh, the in 2019. Um, but uh, uh, Jeremiah. Oh, so this is the estate. Yeah, I, I guess. Or Ron English. Ron English. If you look at Ron English's stuff, like you can see that. Um, his style fits very much in line with this. And I really like Ron English's uh, artwork. Uh, just so good. If you do a quick Google search for Ron English and you show some of his work, you can see it very much aligns with uh, the, 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 the frog thing from Daniel Johnston. Johnston. Yeah. Gotcha. So super cool stuff. And so I'm excited to see what this drop and how much this drop goes for. Cool. Dude is super. Oh, we got great. some. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, his nephew is one some, of Jeremy's uh, best friends. Who knew? Oh wow, that's yeah. random. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, uh, everyone in Dallas or in Texas knows each other, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And we're all cowboys, and we all and we all have ride horses, horses right? to we school ride horses. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And we wear cowboy boots. <laughs> all right. Uh, we got some community we drops. We do. So. Yeah. First up, yeah. Uh, our boy, Mark Cernoza, uh, just, just did a drop on Foundation for his new piece. Super pretty stuff. I really, really Ooh. like it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was dope. Is this, is this Mark's first? This I don't know if this is his first one. I, I don't, I don't know. Click now. on his name and you'll see if it is his yeah, first let one. Yeah, let me look and see here. On, click uh, out of this. Well, yes, it's it the is. first one on here. It's the first the one on here for Genesis sure. Genesis drop on Foundation. There you go. Yeah. So nice. that's pretty sweet. Um, let's see. Next up, who do we have? We also have, have uh, Nicole Ruggiero did something and mm. 
Uh, I, I'm looking at this now. Is this an NFT? I believe it is an NFT. Yes. Uh, it's on Foundation. It is on Foundation. So, um, but I wasn't watching it on Foundation originally. That's why I wasn't mm-hmm. sure. Yes. Uh, this is actually, this link here is uh, for Instagram. I'm kind of curious how she did oh, uh, some of these different pieces, the tracking, yeah. and the water, and everything. So, wonder if you could have yeah. done, you probably could have done, like, the moves by Maxon, you know? Yeah, and, uh, the thing is that yeah, that yeah. knowing her and what she was telling us about her experimentation and stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, she could have. Who knows? Like she could be doing this with some VR stuff. Like I don't know. I feel like she's uh, experimenting with some new technologies in some of these, um, you know, or, or new pieces cool. of software. It looks really cool like though. Um, yeah, yeah, I really like that. Yeah, totally. And then. Um, oh, and and then yeah, uh, Tom Coben, man, this yeah. this new one. You remember the last one he did, yeah, like the the bathroom, beautiful. and it was like yeah. twisting and, and all of that. Yeah, so he did this new one that's uh, like a uh, subway station that kind of does the same <laughs> thing. So good. It's Dave in New York after he's had a few too many. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> actually, yeah. that's pretty accurate. This looks like what it feels like being drunk. <laughs> it's yeah. actually pretty yeah, accurate in the subway. Uh, oh yeah so cool. that's so good and you know he's on the he's on the nft discord a lot and we were on after he did the right when he had done the other one and he was telling us about like so some great. of the things that he had to tackle yeah I, I in order to make too. this thing work on the yeah. NFT one yeah super it, interesting like, workflow on it yeah yeah because you got to deal with like the twisting and the segmenting of yeah. everything and right. that's that cannot be easy but he said so, that it, it, it's a huge difference uh, between uh, S24 and the previous versions. Because mm. for some reason, I, I just remember he, him telling us that uh, going from uh, older version to S24 in Cinema 4D during the project made his viewport go like almost real time. And it's just really? because he switched. Oh, wow. Yeah, he, just because he switched the versions. Apparently, there's something in S24 or S23. I don't know which one is the newest right now. Mm, um, yeah, so in, in S24, there's apparently something that has been optimized. Um, Interesting. So hmm. I need to get in there. I do, too. I need to get in there, Man, for I sure. Haven't done, I haven't done much C4D lately. It's like... I have. I've just been not able to upgrade, <laughs> just because yeah. everything is like, you know, old projects and things. But Oh, I didn't notice that right here... Good hold right. on a second. Let me bring this back up. Did, did you notice the dick butt in here? Where? It's it's right here oh. on the, the pole. Watch <laughs> what happens when it starts moving. Hold on. Wait for it. Oh, where is it? Come back. And oh oh almost almost. Where is it? It's the other pole. You see it right at the end, I think. Oh there it is. There it is. <laughs> Honey. That's great. That's great. Good job. Always gotta work that in. Yeah. You know? Love that. It's funny. <laughs> That's great. Uh Fabian. <clears throat> Uh, let's let's talk about your NFTs. You got NFTs, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, all the NFTs. All these NFTs. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm selling on Foundation, Maker's Place, uh, Hicketnunk, and Crypto.com. Um, so like these are my four my four platforms that I'm on. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say, like on my one of ones, which was Foundation and Maker's Place, there has not been a lot of traffic lately. Like ever, mm-hmm. like I think I sold my last one of one like. Four months ago, 
Mm-hmm. Um, but since then, um, there has been some flips on Maker's Place, which I was really happy about, like people flipping the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and Are you selling the... Is it dailies that you're selling? Or are you making anything specifically to sell? Uh, I have tried both, and I felt that the dailies work better because they're known. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I realized that a lot of uh, collectors like to, at least from from my collectors, they said that it's cool to have a piece that they can then go onto my Instagram and say, I have this piece. Uh, yeah. Right. Um, uh, because I've tried it on Maker's Place. Uh, I had a scheduled drop, which was uh, featured, and I did an extra, like four extra scenes that are not on my Instagram, and that didn't do very well. I only sold two of them, um, which wasn't mm. too good. Um, whereas, for example, on Crypto.com, I had a insanely good experience and then an okay experience, <laughs> which was mm-hmm. my first drop on Crypto.com, um, was my what was it called um subliminal subliminal decay uh mm-hmm. was like a f- three set uh, three pieces of uh nature taking over urban scenery um and that one was actually it was it sold out in less than three minutes which was by the time it was uh the fastest selling collection on the site Wow, which then gave me false hopes for my for my next drop, sure. uh, which I did um, two weeks ago, and that didn't it didn't sell out at all in twenty four hours. So I only sold about half of the stuff, uh, which was a little bit disappointing. But mm-hmm. um, you know, I I still look at stuff like that. It's still uh, sales that I didn't have the day before, so it's it's yeah. still good to see. How do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel like some of the success or uh, uh, like not unsuccess? What the success of a, a piece or whatever yeah. depends entirely on like platform and time and like advertising and uh, what do you think helps drive a successful drop? So I thought that a successful drop was led by the the, the things that you just uh, counted up. Um, mm-hmm. However, my last drop, the the, the one on Crypto.com, um, it was two collectors of mine that told me that they liked the drop, but it wasn't too color it wasn't colorful enough for them to collect it, and that they still like my stuff, but it wasn't enough for this drop. Uh, so I think that, that sounds it's. <laughs> I no think, offense, but that sounds like that sounds like a that sounds like a client. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm but, sorry, but, it, but this work just isn't colorful enough. Yeah, but but it it made <laughs> me realize that it actually doesn't only come down to advertising, mm-hmm. and 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 there are still collectors out there who only collect pieces that they like and without without mm-hmm. specifically the t- intention to flip it. Sure. Um, so. I guess that, you know, I guess a lot of collectors in the NFT space still want the eye-catching stuff, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I totally realized that my Viridian Realms drop was not eye-catching. It was more moody. And mm-hmm. um, maybe it was also the wrong platform. It could be that it might have sold better on another platform. I don't I don't know. Uh, but knowing that, for example, collectors that have collected other pieces didn't collect this one because it wasn't colorful enough, I think that it's they are not the only ones who think like that. So it was yeah. it was 
harsh to hear, of course, because it actually was one of my absolute favorite series that I really, really like. But mm-hmm. it, it also helped me understand more how a collector thinks, uh, which is really helpful in that case. I don't. I don't know. the the thing The thing with me is, and you know, whatever. I've made one F- NFT, you know, and that's it. Well, I made. No, sorry, I've made four. You made more than that. I made, made a couple. I made four. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. sold them for less than nothing. You know, <laughs> but the thing is, like, for some of the people who I've talked to who have done collaborations, you know, with very famous people, they're like, this is like fucking client work you know yeah it's like there's no difference (laughs) than just doing client work because you send it to them and they're like oh change this and this and this and it's like so what the fuck is the point (laughs) you know change your music that's totally that's totally a valid point um and i i personally also want to to do collabs in that way now that's but like what i'm really cautious about when collaborating on people uh collaborating with people is that it's like an even um, even amount of work, even amount of you know mm-hmm. letting the other person do what he wants to do, yeah. Uh, which I really, really enjoyed uh, coming back to. Like you know, the the collab with Ryan was uh, was pretty much like that. We both had you know our things that we said you know this this could be this could be, um, but it was just first of all it was a ton of fun, and mm-hmm. it was this whole thing you know we split it up in these two parts and everybody did their thing and did what they can do best and it mm-hmm. came it turned out really cool and i i love to see that some artists do that in the nft space as well i've heard i've heard great great from uh robbie Turbino who did the drop with dead mouse he said mm-hmm. it's pretty much saying you do you do what you think looks best and go ahead and it, i think that's mm-hmm. probably mm-hmm. what what an nft but, should be in the end right I completely agree. I think if you're going to make art, you should make art that you love to do exactly. and make it your own yeah. versus, you know, oh, what's going to sell best because a collector likes exactly. likes it more colorful or totally. wants, wants the logo bigger, you know? No, exactly. It's like... <laughs> no, like the, the, the thing that I said earlier about, about knowing what the collector wants, I didn't mean it in a way that, okay, I now do different stuff. It's more... Yeah. Uh, understanding the space more that's in general that's more what i'm talking about sure you have to understand what makes an nft what (laughs) makes a dj (laughs) all right all right yeah oh boy oh boy hey there hi hi (laughs) where did that accent come from i don't know (laughs) it's like a potato car renders are looking fire I wish I had a car like that. Yeah, yeah, like in my favorite music videos. Then I could be a baller shock caller. <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to have a pretty decked out car like that in high school. Like you got some of your renders there, but uh, I always noticed the cops were always kind of uh, tailing me. Uh, yeah, you, be- you better <laughs> don't dent out the cars that I put in the renders. Mm-hmm. Like- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I think the really the reason that they were tailing me all those years is because uh, it was my loud subwoofer. Woofer! Oh gosh! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Either that or the fact that I was uh, often uh, littering. <laughs> <laughs> that one was so bad, dude. <laughs> okay, bye. All right. That was uh, funny. 
That's funny. Freaking Dorpy. See, we got Kunina. We'll have to do a... We need a, a best of Dorpy on the 300th episode, I think. I was looking back through... I think my is, my is there a best? favorite was is there a best <laughs> the the narc the narc one yeah you already you, ca- yeah. you already got a guest for the number three hundred yeah. yeah we do yeah nice. EJ and EJ and Aryev of yep. course oh nice you yep. know nothing the classic gonna check that out they classic. always come on our our like big like we they did the two hundred episode we always do the holiday episodes with them uh, who'd you say is in the chat uh, Cornelius is in the chat I was just seen oh, Cornelius. Cornelius. Yeah, Cornelius. Got to get Cornelius on again. We got to revisit some people we haven't seen in a yeah. few years. And oh, his, his and latest that, NFT. You know? oh, I mean, so everything, good. anything oh, Cornelius yeah. does is mm-hmm. exquisite. But that mm-hmm. lamp party yeah. one, <laughs> I love that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I think I talked about it on the show last week or the week before. But he told us about that after he was on the show. Yeah. You know, like privately to that us that that's up. what he yeah. wanted to do. Oh, and I, I kept wondering. I was like, is he ever gonna? Is he ever gonna do it? You know. <laughs> and sure enough, oh, so good, so good. See, that, that's yeah. the other thing. Like, I don't know how to spend more time than a day on a render. Like, I just don't know how to do it. <laughs> and I right? he's sitting here doing like, yeah, I worked sixteen months on that. I'm like, how do you do it? How do you even? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think you just got to break it up, yeah. right? Like add more detail and and you you got to see it as it'll eventually be one finished piece, but you're working on little pieces. Yeah. Like, totally. You know, today I'm going to make a can and tomorrow <laughs> I will make another can just slightly different, yeah, you know. Well, something that also makes a whole lot of sense is um I actually met him in Vienna at the D2 2 years ago mm-hmm. and he explained it to me as like a a um what's it called a meditative work which I totally understand. Yeah. Like that sounds yeah. totally yeah. like that. Has to be. Yeah. It's kind of like what Arya said when he was doing a presentation about like going in and doing roto or something. Yeah. You've almost got to just be like Clear your head. Mm-hmm. Yep. Put on a podcast. Put on a podcast. Yeah. Do your thing. Exactly. Um, yeah. You've heard of dailies, but have you heard of yearlies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is one and a half yearly. Yeah. Right. For real. <laughs> yeah. Do we have anything else yearly. for the drop? I think that's it. I keep saying that I need to do more NFTs. You know, I got to get yeah. time. Got to get time. Yeah. Let's get through the fall and then yeah. I think we can. Yeah. We'll d- I'll d- start doing some Christmas NFTs. I mean, I, I feel like I have to. I have to make one as well soon again. I mean, like, because I haven't dropped anything on major sites yet. Like the one of ones. Mm-hmm. I I really feel like I should do a one of one again. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly, you know, gas fees are low at the moment, so it's not yeah. a whole big risk. But I also want to see what the space is like right now, because I've not been in the one of one space since April, and you know doing the one-of-ones things in like february march is pretty it was pretty much you put the the one-of-one up and it's sold in 10 minutes usually because that, yeah. that's why how it yeah. was back then so i really don't know how it is now if i publish something new because the stuff that i published months ago that didn't sell mm-hmm. doesn't sell now either so or hasn't sold yet so i really don't know like i, I just really want to see what the space is like right now for new like how it is to mint something new again yeah, and for series, series are hard to do. Like yeah. I, I would love to do a series. There's absolutely no way I could ever even barely do one render, let alone like a hundred. But you know, I was talking to we were in our Halo chat. I was talking to Aryev 
about that the other day and he was like yeah you got to market it and do all that other stuff i'm like i know that's why i have no time yeah and can't do it but it would be fun to do the series and then like put out all the promotion for it and build like a whole uh you know a, a whole social media promotion thing around it and a website like that stuff sounds so fun, but it's so hit or miss. It's like yeah. either those are going to do really well and just blow up like mm-hmm. some of these, you know, crypto punks and whatever hat are just yeah. going to fall flat. And a lot of it's about your gimmick, about your following, about your 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 promo. There's just so much mm-hmm. there. You really got to have the time to dedicate. Yeah. Not only that, but if you're doing a lot of these series, like you have to come up with some sort of a almost stick assembly a, no more like an assembly line type oh, workflow yeah, yeah, yeah. in yeah. order to make these to crank these out you know and are you going to pre-program you know how are you going to about yeah. go about doing random mm-hmm. combinations of things I mean, you know this one's blue red you know whatever i mean there's incredibly <laughs> creative people i i've also seen a lot of people get super creative through this space now like mm-hmm. uh i do you know ross the guy who does um yeah. cryptobiotica Yep. That is mm-hmm. we had incredible. Him on the show a few ago. Yeah, like the cryptobiotica yeah. thing. I that that's like mind blowing to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's he's on their team. He's he's not. The, right, he doesn't correct. run it. He's yeah, on, true. He's, I mean, he's on he's on the cryptobiotica yeah, yeah, team. No. He's a representative. Yeah, but still, being the representative of such a company, it's like right. Mm-hmm. So prestigious. It, it, it's incredible <laughs> how they discover this stuff. Right. Yeah. I <laughs> I, I, love, I love I love what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, I, I think that doing something like that is incredibly ambitious. But also, I'm I'm imagining, you know, if you have the time for it, yeah, mm-hmm. that it's very rewarding. Yeah, so. I think it's like yep. having time and not sleeping is good combination. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really gets the ideas flowing. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Cool. Is that it, Matt? That's it. That's all we got. Uh, if uh, you or anyone you know is doing a drop, uh, make sure to hit us up, info at mograph.com, and we'll shill it on the show. Um, yeah, let's get out of here. Drop. Drop, drop. Is this the fucking mic? Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. <laughs> Fabian, thanks for being on the show, man. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. If people want to find you on the internet, where do they find you? I think they they pretty much probably know by now, but just in case. <laughs> so, like, I, I think every every social media I have has has the at the Dizzy Viper as the link. Like Twitch is also twitch.tv slash the Dizzy Viper. Um, YouTube also, yeah, I think every social media has that by now. Uh, only on Facebook, I'm called Dizzy every day instead of Dizzy Viper. But are you in our Slack? I am not. You should ah, be. You got to get in our yeah. Slack. Under the same name, of course. Yes. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to change my name real quick so you can't get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the Dizzy Viper. No, I'm the Dizzy. <laughs> Didn't we have something like that years ago where, like, oh, everybody was... Oh, it was Grant was... Day. Yeah, Grant oh, Day. Oh, yeah. National everybody Grant Day, and everyone Grant. changed their everybody name to Grant. Grant, and it got real oh confusing <laughs> for a day. <laughs> Oh, Did everybody that have was, the same? We didn't have twelve hundred people in the Slack. Yeah. Did everybody right. also has have the same profile picture by then? Like everybody. Some of them were Grant. changing it, and then some would change to like someone else's, and then change oh, their name. Oh, it was very confusing. Uh, opposite day. Yep. Yeah, that's funny. Cool. Well, we're gonna get out of here. You can rate us on iTunes. Leave a review on your podcatcher of choice. That really helps get in our get our ratings up. So, so if you could. 
do a review, give us a little subby sub on your podcast listener of choice. Even if you watch us on the inter- on the interwebs on YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, just help get our iTunes ratings up there, or vice versa. If you're a an audio listener, which actually ninety nine percent of you are mm-hmm. an audio listener compared to our, our YouTube. Um, make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube because we've got other stuff there. Subscribe to all of our things, TikTok and whatnot. And our newsletter, which goes out about once a month or so. And uh, <laughs> I think we'll probably send that out after camp so we can share some, some fun moments. Yes. There's going to be tons of video and stories and Instagrams and TikToks. Yeah. And I want to see Camp MoGraph TikToks this time around. Oh, yeah. Are yeah, we going to do some TikToks? People got to be doing some fun TikToks. That'll like fun. everybody, though, like we'll do some, you know, uh, like get other people to do them. Maybe we can put it in duet mode yeah, or so, whatever mode. it is. Well, I'm taking yeah. your word on that. We'll, I'm we'll expecting find, to see yeah. some. <laughs> Tell me you're at Camp MoGraph without, without telling, telling me, me you're yeah. at Camp MoGraph. Yeah. Yeah. We should do that yeah. for sure. We'll put that on and let people um, uh, stitch that yeah. or whatever. And uh, yeah, so you can say you're, you've been there, done that, got the t-shirt with the MoGraph logo T, the Paul Bab, Feel the Bab 2020 shirt, all the profits from that. Go to Doctors Without Borders. The Render Things t-shirt, hoodie, and long sleeve tee. The That Render is Fire shirt, which you are only allowed to wear ironically. Unless, Unless you're shams. shams. And the MoGraph Blandishment shirt. Yes. And that's it. That's <laughs> all the shirts. I, I fixed some of the stuff on the shirts page. I'm sorry it was messed up. Uh, got myself a new MoGraph shirt mm-hmm. here that's my size now. My, my other one was swallowing me. There you go. I, don't, I don't have yeah. one. Yeah. You can only get one of those Camp MoGraph hoodies if you go to Camp MoGraph. Yeah. You got the, the Cinema 40 yeah, shirt. Cinema 40 yeah, you got the Cinema 40 shirt. You're doing good. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Classic. Classic yeah, that's one. right. Can't get those anymore. Yep. Yeah. Could sell that as an NFT. <laughs> and burn <laughs> it. Yeah, and then burn it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you convert the physical into the NFT. Mm-hmm. You sell the NFT and you burn the physical. Yeah, I'm just yeah. going to... it lives forever. I'm just going to create a t-shirt and like sew uh, a, um, a infinite object into the shirt. And then sell it that yeah. way. Oh, so nice. it is. I like that. Yeah. I like that. Swalk <laughs> around with, yeah. That's funny. Cool. All right. Well, check us out on all the things. And uh, like I said, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, <sighs> and MoGraph.com. Make sure you add us on TikTok. Man. We're having fun. We're having fun being goofy. Yeah. So we'll <laughs> see you on there. Hit us up. Leave a comment. we got a Help show us. next week, right? And then we've got a show. Do we have- So... Yeah. I'm, I'll give you the lowdown. I'll give you the lowdown here. We've got a show uh, next week mm-hmm. on Monday, regular time. Mm-hmm. We also will have one on Friday. Yes. Live. Yes. If you are a regular listener, you'll hear that show at the regular time. But mm-hmm. we will be on, uh, not on the flight yet, but getting ready to go to yeah. camp. And we didn't want to do a show while we're day. trying to. You know. And it's Labor Day. So, that as yeah. well. Now, the following week, there will not be a show. No. I'm just letting you we know. We'll be exhausted uh, from camp. <laughs> we will be flying back that yeah. day. So that's we're, we're trying to minimize missing shows as much as possible. Yeah. So, you know, but if we're going to be gone for two Mondays, we can only manage to get one yeah. show pre-recorded in there. Um, we do have Evergreens, which might go out. 
and whatnot in one of those slots, I might do that uh, just just so there's something to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got quite a few things that have only been specials, and I know some people don't go listen to those specials on YouTube. So uh, we might do that. And then uh, the week after, Ryan Summers is going to come on and, and hang out with us, and we're going to kind of do a recap of camp. So Post-camp recap. Yeah. Let the FOMO yeah. begin. Let the FOMO begin. And I'm pretty sure, is it after that? I don't even know. I got to look up the schedule. Um, I think not long after that is that 300th episode. And again, I have no idea what we're doing. We will have a drop live where we're going to be talking about uh, more of those NFT books Mm -hmm. uh, in in detail. Hopefully, tentatively after that, on the 27th, we're going to have Mark, the the TikTok 3D dude we were talking about earlier. Hopefully. If we lock that in. And then the 300th episode. So there's there's a lot. And then off for NAB week, of course, because there's NAB stuff going on. So check the schedule, MoGraph.com slash live. We got a lot going on here. Yep. We're going to try and broadcast maybe some some little live streams from our phones and whatnot and yeah. do a lot of stuff on social <laughs> so if you don't have your fix of us on right on the podcast you know i know how badly you just want to see our our faces you know uh, so we're gonna get out of here though uh until next week i'm dave and i'm matt and i'm the dizzy viper have a good one later yo bye Pretty good, I guess. MoGraph.com, an online resource for motion graphic artists. Start your week with the MoGraph podcast. Industry news, interviews with your favorite artists, and terrible humor. Watch live shows and interviews from MoGraph events like NAB, SeaGraph, HalfRes, and local meetups. <laughs> Our MoGraph talks feature live demos and motivation from artists all around the world. Sometimes you got to make stuff that you're not going to put on your reel, and I'm not here to judge. What if Rick and Morty show up for the countdown at midnight? That's where I peaked in life, in my career. we got to stop this thing, Rick! It's going to kill us all! Hear from the people that create your software, design your render engines, and artists that are changing the face of modern motion graphics. You get that render done. Yeah, you better frame frame what? MoGraph tutorials and online classes will teach you about Cinema 4D, After Effects, as well as other popular software and render engines. Throw in HDR Studio, take the render settings, pick the HDR, put a reflection, and gorgeous. Branch into new software. Learn time-saving tips, techniques, workflows, and lessons that'll keep you up to date in the world of motion design. Oh, brother, those are some of my favorite elves. I love projects that scare me. When our art director comes to us and asks for something that I had never done before, man, it gets me pumped. Join the conversation in our live sessions. Check out our plugins or join the hundreds of daily active users in our Slack channel for technical help, advice, contests, or just to joke around. Real nice banana. Ah, that's so funny. All right. I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Subscribe today and get the latest updates on our YouTube and other social media channels. Take all your dreams and just do it. We don't care how you get here, folks. Just get here. Subscribe to MoGraph.com.